you know, you meet other people and you work for another campaign, another campaign. So I worked for judges' campaigns and uh, school board campaigns and uh, state representative campaigns. And it, each one's a little bit different and fun in their own kind of way. Sure. But uh, the overall message is the same, and that's, you know, we're, we're trying to advance the Republican Party in a positive way that connects with voters. Fear not, dear listener. The path to enlightenment is before you. Leave the darkness behind. Open your eyes. Grab your spears. And brush your teeth. For you will be led to the battlefield, armed with sharp minds and fresh breath. Stand by. the show where all of our guests get a safe word because safety is our number one priority one small part of a larger movement for freedom pressured into silence by a culture that seeks nothing less than total obedience your hosts scott and max are here to help you to find the courage and resources to become uncancelable this is canceled out All right, welcome everybody. Episode nineteen. Sup, dudes? We're almost at twenty, man. You it's, know, at some point though, does it count as an episode if we have four? I mean, it's segments are an hour long. Dude. <laughs> Should each of those count as an episode in and of themselves? Do you remember when we first started this and we wanted to keep the segments to thirty minutes apiece? <laughs> we tried so hard. We? we tried so hard, and we did. Well, we tried, but we didn't even succeed. Episode one. Like, no, no, we really didn't. I think I think we've succeeded in keeping a segment to a half an hour, maybe once. Right. It's been and I, very it was rarely. probably just because I was tired. Right. I was going to say, that's why, if you listen to the bonehead, or not the bonehead, the philosophical discussion last week, that's why that was so short, because I was exhausted trying to record that thing, uh, and you yeah. could tell in the recording, I know. Uh, so I apologize for that. But <laughs> And if you also, if you're wondering what the crap happened last week with releasing the episodes on time, that was also me. So I apologize for that as well. Yeah. I know Max was uh, freaking out over text. I kept texting. I was uh, like, where's the episodes? <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's been that kind of week for me. Uh, but in the spirit of trying new things and whatever else, mm-hmm. we have... Special guest today, as I alluded to on social media, uh, Joe. Yeah. Welcome, Joe Murray. Yeah, Thanks for everybody. I literally just waved like there were people here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Audio only show. Right, yeah. No, happy to be here, man. This is cool. It's exciting. I think you guys are doing a really cool thing, and, and there's a there's a definite thirst for it out there. So it's cool having people on and getting different perspectives and stuff. Yeah. It's a cool thing. So. That's the way we kind of figure it yeah. is uh, we're, 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 we're going to try uh, bringing in guest hosts uh, every now and then. Um, if you're interested in being a guest host, the hell, just uh, shoot us an email and, and uh, we can certainly talk about that. Also breaking, uh, we have one for next week. So just, oh, did, just, it, just confirm that right for now. For sure? Yeah. Oh, okay. Just can we say his name it. for sure? Or no? Yeah, we're going to have my buddy Andrew on. Okay, cool. So, cool. Right. Yeah. Fun. Uh, I don't know who Andrew is, but that'll be cool. Yeah. He's... He's a very connected guy. 
It's mm. very important. Oh, he's that guy. He's that guy. Ooh, okay. Mm, yeah. That will be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> that will be interesting. Um, no, I'm looking forward. That should be exciting. Um, but yeah, it's uh, you know it's a good opportunity I think to bring like uh, like you were saying before uh, uh, a fresh voice and yeah um, bring different perspectives. Um, we've had conversations here and there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, spirited discussion. I don't know that we had much of a debate. It was kind of a debate, but. Yeah, a spirited discussion, we'll yeah, call it sure. that. Intellectual uh, at the, differences. At the bar. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, oh, at the bar. Yeah. Oh, you were, we oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You had, you had left or you were still packing up or something like yeah, that. I immediately <laughs> sat down and we got into some discussions. And, yeah. I heard a little well, bit. You know, yeah. it's, it's, it's the environment, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and uh, Joe, Joe, Joe learned a little bit about, uh, about uh, my philosophy. I learned a little bit about his. And I go, you know what? This would be a fun uh, right? could be way cool. to let's, let's do a guest host. Thing, yeah. So, yeah. No, I think it's awesome. Because, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure people are tired of hearing us. By now, no. <laughs> I'm not tired of hearing. Yeah, I'm not tired of hearing myself, yeah. but that's my own ego speaking. Right. So, because yeah, you got that, you got that voice for radio. Uh, right yeah. There, yeah, not, a, yeah, definitely not a face for TV. Uh, <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> that's why we don't even show our faces on anything. <laughs> um, so, so yeah. yeah, welcome, Joe Murray. Thank you for jumping yeah. on with us. Yeah. Uh, introduce no yourself. Tell us. Uh, start by telling us uh, a little bit about what kind of work you do what yeah. your background is all sure. that kind of stuff. yeah well uh i work well i'm a real estate agent by by day <laughs> political uh. operative by night no i <laughs> uh, just kind of got into campaigning and politics and stuff uh, right when i graduated from college went to uc uh graduated from there with a degree in criminal justice and kind of got into the law enforcement game a little bit for a little while and then i was always Working nights and crazy shifts, and I mean, yeah, it's no secret how you know the way that's going with law enforcement in this country, unfortunately, today. Uh, so I was like, yeah, I kind of need a change of pace. And so uh, from there, I was like, well, I had the job and I've got nothing to do, and uh, I fell in with just you know, I've always been a Republican, and so through that, just kind of wanted to help out the cause and work for different things and get to know different people and. One thing kind of led to another, kind of a spiral out of control into working for this campaign. Then you meet somebody and you're like, oh, I'll work for your campaign. And some have been awesome. Some have been harder than others. But uh, it's a cool experience either way. You get to meet cool people and yeah. have fun and advance what I think is uh, the right way of government. Now, did you did you, right. did you did you tread in like shallow water for a little bit first? Or did you do like me and just jump in like a bull in a it china shop? It was kind of a strange thing. Yeah, yeah, you definitely did. Uh, for me, it was an odd thing because I, I had really no idea how to do it. And um, a guy who was running for Cincinnati City Council, who was Jeff Baster, so he was running for Cincinnati City Council, a Republican running in the city. And he was like two blocks, he was going to talk at like a bar two blocks from where I was living at the time, and I was like, well, I'll go down there and see what they got to say. And there was a lot of excitement there for, uh, you know, a Republican uh, in the city who was going to be able to run, and uh, it seemed like he had a real shot, and so I was like, well, you know, I'll pass some stuff out in my neighborhood yeah. or whatever, who cares? And uh, I did a decent enough job with that, and uh, he's like, well, you know, I'm paying some company to do it, why don't I just pay you? <laughs> you know? And I was like, oh, all right, yeah, so... So, yeah, kind of one thing led to another, and then, you know, you meet other people, and you work for another campaign, another campaign. So I worked for judges' campaigns and uh, school board campaigns and uh, state representative campaigns, and it, each one's a little bit different and fun in their own kind of way. Sure. But uh, the overall message is the same, and that's, you know, we're, we're trying to advance the Republican Party in a positive way that connects with voters, and 
I met a lot of people with a lot of different ideas, and it's <laughs> it's it's fun to hear. So it's fun. Campaign season's fun. A lot of politicians treat it like it's a chore, but yep. it's a good time. You have <laughs> well, fun with it. You gotta have fun with it. Yeah. People people don't realize that um, this stuff it can be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, there's oh, yeah. certainly drama involved. Uh, oh yeah. I mean, it's politics. <laughs> oh, there's yeah. only going to be drama. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there's there's something. First off, it's it can be fun, especially mm-hmm. if you make it fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah. also, you meet some really good people that uh, that end up having your back. Yeah, I mean, I think yeah. that's yeah. the way I see it. Like, I mean, there's some for people sure. that don't, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's uh, that people anywhere. that very much yeah. do, um, yeah. and, and it's it's something that you it's, yeah. that you just don't realize from the outside mm-hmm. looking in. You just yeah. think politics is just nothing but this nasty game. Yeah. It is nasty. Yeah. Oh, for it sure. is very oh, much yeah. nasty. For sure. But there there are some I think some some highlights to it that mm-hmm. yeah. Maybe get ignored by people on the outside looking in. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Or don't see because they I was going to say, not, that's probably more so is. Mm-hmm. They just don't have any clue of what it takes. I personally have no yeah. clue of what it takes to do a political campaign. I'm interested in politics. So yeah. much less somebody who's just a casual kind of person that only pays attention to politics every two years or every four years or every six years, depending on what campaign you're looking at. Yeah. Uh, you know, you may or may not mm-hmm. be... It attuned to any of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, well, and you usually only see the negative stuff. That's the stuff that For makes sure. the news, you know. Right, you know, right. This and that, and this person said this, and that sells, and you know, especially with social media and all exactly, that. Exactly. But you yeah. know, you get to meet people with similar values, and you're sure. already kind of operating in the same direction and same wavelength. So, yeah, it makes it it makes it nice. It's well, fun. hell, most of what we talk about on this show is negative. I mean, just sure, because, absolutely. Because um, you're, I mean, yeah. if it ain't broke, then there's no, <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, so that and now there's things that are wins that we love to touch on, and yes. we certainly do. Yes. We can't ignore the wins. But yeah. frankly, you know, I'm not involved in politics or doing this show because everything is so nice and good and wonderful. Exactly. <laughs> well, if it were, exactly. then I, I'd find something else to do. Right. Yeah. Well, and as we saw through Forest Hills and the our experience with that, mm-hmm. negative criticism gets things done yep. yeah. you know all the positive stuff is great and whatever else it's important to include it to, that way you know you keep people's spirit up and you keep their interest and everything else that hey we are actually accomplishing something Yeah. but the way to get stuff done is by criticizing it especially yep. when it comes to. to politics and government so that's the way to get the ball moving anyway mm-hmm. so yeah all right, so might. Joe, thank you for coming on. Yeah, we'll for uh, sure. we'll yeah. uh, Thanks for dive for right into uh, the Wikis. national stuff. Yeah. Great. Wikis. So <clears throat> NPR publishes criticism of the Declaration of Independence on Independence Day. I mean, I guess Who when else? Thought? I guess when else are you going to do it? But, <laughs> Who would have thought? Uh, so yeah. this was the tweet from NPR. They said two two hundred forty five years ago today, <laughs> leaders representing thirteen British colonies signed a document to declare independence. It says that all men are created equal, but women, enslaved people, indigenous people, and many others were not held as equal at the time. Which is true. Uh, yeah, it is, except they left out an entire group of people. Which is also uh, true. <laughs> non-property-owning white men. Right. So that's the first thing that stuck out to me. That doesn't right. stick out to a leftist at all. Well, because, no. Uh, white men have always been privileged. Even the homeless right. ones are privileged, according right. to the left. So they totally ignore the, the, yep. the fact that it wasn't just these... And there were white slaves too. Remember oh, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and also, it, 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 they, of course, they suggest that Native Americans were always treated unfairly by Westerners, and right. uh, that's simply not true. <laughs> no, um, there were plenty of times where, uh, where, where, where Westerners, particularly actually in the Old West, this is something people don't mm-hmm. realize. In the old, people hear that whole cowboys and Indians right. thing. It's 
Totally no. false. Yeah. Totally false. Yeah. Uh, until the national government started expanding through the railroads, right. mm-hmm. um, the, the, the people living in the West, they almost had no choice but to find ways to get along right. and exactly. collaborate yeah. exactly. with uh, indigenous people. I was so, going to say, Western culture enhanced the native people's way of life. Mm-hmm. Yes, sure, the negative stuff comes along with it. Mm-hmm. You know, the sickness and disease because you're exposed to new people and whatever else. But at the same time, the native people were able to, uh, all at the same time as the Western people, were able to enhance their lives through the use of more modern technology through all these things that the Westerners brought with them. So you never hear that narrative coming from anybody. Well, that's, that's an interesting one, too, because I think it does get depicted as very often, and, and not totally unjustifiably so, but it gets right. depicted as, well, here's the United States, you know, kicking these people out just because right. they're these, you right. know, crazy, power-hungry people. Right. Well, I mean, expansions was going to happen. Yeah. And there was a lot of peaceful interaction, and there was right. a lot of violence. It's the Wild West, but right. <laughs> quite literally. But the thing of it, too, is is that, you know, as you had people out there that were ahead of kind of the, the big rushes of people, you know, the mm-hmm. Morgan Trail and all that kind of stuff, right. you'd have settlers get attacked. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, what's the United States government supposed to do? Not do anything about it? Sure. And especially, you know, when it's... It, ripping up railroad lines, sure. attacking settlers, all these kinds of things. Well, the United States government's going to respond. Now, was their measure of response always <laughs> fair and balanced? Of course not. Right. But, you know, I think a lot of people forget that it's called the Indian Wars. There were wars. Yeah. There were two opposing forces yeah. going at each other. And there's a great documentary, not to get too off on a tangent, no, go but for uh, there's a great documentary uh, by Dinesh... D'Souza. Yeah, D'Souza. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I think it's called America Imagine a World Without, Without Her. And, yeah. and he actually kind of touches on that a little bit, which is, uh, do you ever know, have you ever known a quote-unquote conquering people mm-hmm. to offer such lenient peace, you know, thing right. and try to get them, uh, you know, in, integrated into the society and, right. and wanting to try and make peace? And, you know, was it always a fair and easy game? Of course not, you know. Sometimes got a very raw deal, but I mean, right. it's it's the notion there, and I think that that touches back to what you're saying mm-hmm. about the Declaration of Independence. For it's, sure. it's a set of ideals to strive for. I think right. is a big thing, in my opinion. Not yeah. to jump too far ahead, but no, no. You know, when they wrote that, <clears throat> they knew the the irony of what they were saying. You yes, know, they they knew that they were kind of talking out of both sides of their mouth. But that's who they wanted to be, mm-hmm. and uh, you can't you can't damn people for you know living in a time period where it, things were just very different. The set right. of morals are very different. Right. And uh, we should be applauding those kind of people that were in that time period and any time period that are trying to push that ball a little bit more forward and those guys move the ball up the field in a big way. Absolutely. Now, did they get yeah. all the results right then, right there, at that exact moment? Of course not. Bring yeah. out that. We should applaud those people for having yes. the wherewithal at all in the world that they grew up in uh, talking like that, you yeah. know, to even yeah. strive for an ideal like that. For sure. It's know? worth saying, I think, that... Um, if they hadn't compromised on things like slavery and all that uh, mm-hmm. in the Declaration of Independence, if they, if, yeah. if Jefferson and uh, John Adams and mm-hmm. all of those guys hadn't compromised on that, um, they wouldn't have been able to establish the system Correct. that ultimately ended slavery Correct. at yeah. all. Correct. So who knows how much longer slavery would have gone on for right. if they had? I mean, they 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 established the. Uh, the the template for yeah. how to right. do it, and then it it took time, but it yeah. got done eventually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and there were people fighting uh, to abolish slavery for a long, long time. Yeah. Before yes. in those things, happened. I mean, During Jefferson himself yes. uh, had like I forget I can't <clears throat> give an exact number, but uh, he wanted to get rid of slavery right then and there in the Declaration yeah. of Independence. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, uh, and you know, he, of course, some people would say, "Well, ah, yeah, let's well, let's not put 
let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. Right. You know, let's well, let's create a nation first, and right. then we can go right. from there. Right. Which is yeah. inte- again, which is an intelligent response. I mean, I mean, I mean so. yeah. yeah. We'll talk more about this in the the first yeah, story yeah, section. Yeah. For Unless sure. the, the, um, the one thing I did want to point out about what NPR also said. Not only did they. Uh, point out how uh, everyone except for apparently white people uh, didn't get equality, <laughs> right. which wasn't entirely true anyway. Right. Uh, white men, in specific. Right. Um, right. But they also said that, that the document also includes a racist slur against indigenous Americans. Oh, Lord. But the, the part it's referencing, this to me is kind of interesting, is where they call them uh, Indian savages. Yes. Because the king yes. had been uh, working with Indian people Correct. to attack them on their fronts. Correct. Yeah. And this is worth pointing out, I think, because yeah, we no, always talk. Cool. We always talk about uh, the the Indian savages, right? As if this is specifically a racial slur, and I don't see it that way. The way I see no. it is there were two different there were uh, two different ways of fighting wars mm-hmm. in the colonies. Mm-hmm. There was the open battlefield <clears throat> that you would typically mm-hmm. see people engaged in. Uh, the like British way the of British fighting. way of the fighting and the French way, way of fi- fighting. Yeah, they would whenever they went to war, even in the colonies, right? Or in in, yeah. the, in the states at that time, right? Yeah, it was an open battlefield. Yes. It was not in towns, right? It was in open battlefields where they could specifically keep the destruction to the people engaged yes. in the battle in the first yes. place. Mm-hmm. Indians did not do it that way, right? No, and Indians that were is why warfare. they would call. It, yeah, <laughs> that is, and they even uh, specifically went after wounded children. Yes. I mean, they yes. did yes. that to They're each other brutal. too. Yes, they were very very brutal. That is. Basically, the definition of uh, savage. Yeah, right. That's pretty savage. So that's right. <laughs> it's about as savage as it gets. Uh, it's not racial. The no. word savage itself is it's not an racial. Yeah. Um, and that's not to say that 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 uh, Europeans <laughs> were not savage in certain Correct. ways as oh, well. There were, I mean, yeah, there were uh, uh, the, uh, the British certainly engaged in savagery. Right. Hell, I mean, you could say that the that the colonists engaged in savagery yes. to some extent when they were tarring and feathering. Yes. Uh, the, the, there's the, a lot of the, savagery that went on in America that you don't hear in your normal history books. Mm-hmm. Go, please go yeah. read some of the mm-hmm. historical documents of the time. Yeah. When you hear of court punishments with tar and feathering and yep. and people being beaten. I mean, talking anybody who committed a crime being beaten in the streets of America. Mm-hmm. This is not what we think of our country these yeah. days. No. And and people, you know, a lot of a lot there was a ton of religious discrimination during that time the colonies which this isn't taught in public schools of course but the colonies were all divided by religious sect yep. originally and so you know you have all of that kind of stuff to deal with as well because and they would literally just ostracize anybody who wasn't a part of the group and they would kick them out of town and whatever else yep. but you, like again this, these are things that you don't hear about america that are still part of our history you know, and, and a part of every culture's history. Let's just be real about that. Yeah. You know, there is no culture of human beings who has been just free and clear as the driven, white as the driven snow. You know, humanity is itself a savage. But the unique thing people. I think about, uh, and then we got to move on because this is right. already a very long. <laughs> the u- the unique thing about uh, about Westerners is that they found ways to move away from savagery. Yes. For example, open battlefield warfare yes. as opposed to guerrilla warfare, Correct. as opposed to ransacking towns and burning down churches and all that kind of stuff. Right. Right. So they and they they at least established a standard, established a set of rules for each other to fight under. Right. Uh, and they tried to. They didn't always succeed at that but they tried to maintain that and they they put that was a step forward i know that sounds weird but it was a step forward in progress and as as far as warfare is concerned so yeah right yeah okay 
we're going to spend, I'm sure, much more time on, on, <laughs> yeah, on yeah. that here in a minute. Yeah. So let's just move on, though. Um, so, uh, Scott, did you see the uh, rupture in the I golf? did. All right. You got to actually look at this. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, it's It incredible. reminded me, the, my first reaction to it was, like, the Eye of Sauron. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the way that it looked. Yeah. So, uh, so this is, uh, well, we'll let this ad play. It's got a few seconds. But, <laughs> so there was a, uh, an undersea gas pipeline rupture that caused a fire in the Gulf of Mexico. This is from Fox 19 now. Um, the reason I, I, I bring this up is because the imagery is incredible. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've never seen anything like it. You're right. Um, it's, it's horrible, but it's also... And Joe hasn't seen this yet. So. A, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And look, the rig is right next to it, like right, right yeah. there. Yeah, right. So you guys, if you get it, go to the show notes, check this out. I mean, it's I've never seen anything like yeah, this. This looks right. like something that you would have like, like you said, like in a movie, like I have Sauron type of thing. Yeah. So, uh, it was. I mean, and I guess it burned for like six hours or something like that. Wow. Uh, and it's so funny, yeah. kind of seeing these ships. Uh, spraying water at it. It's like, it's I know, right? water on the <laughs> But I'm sure there's like some kind of chemicals in there too that try to keep it from spreading. And well, and not only that, it's a containment thing. Right, too. exactly. You know, you're point, trying so. to contain it to that, just that area as yeah. much as possible. Is that That's wild looking insane. or what? Y'all got to check yeah. that out if you yeah. haven't seen it. Um, the, the, like I said, just the, the, the imagery of it is just. My question is, did you see my post about the tweets about this incident earlier? Because I posted it on Facebook. No, I missed it. Oh, man. Okay, so... On the page? Uh, I think I posted it from the page. Yeah, I did post it from the page. It's actually... It is on our, our Facebook. I don't always get a notification when those... <clears throat> uh, yeah, me neither. Um, but <laughs> it was... A, so this is from the Being Classically Liberal uh, Facebook page. And it had pictures of tweets from leftists. So the first one is from Laura Pidcock. And it says, The sea is on fire, but some people still think capitalism can be managed okay so then <laughs> the follow-up to that is a picture of an article that clearly defines this mexican state-owned oil company who owns the rig <laughs> the petrolus mexicanos pet- commonly known as pemex so sorry so about it- your narrative there um and then there's another one from jason overstreet and he said, men had their chance. This is what they did with it. It's time for women. Progressive women. Hope she sees this, bro. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? And then here it goes. It shows uh, another tweet replying to him of petrochemical engineer Norma Rocio Nale Garcia, who as Mexico's Secretary of Energy oversees the government-owned Pemex company. So, All right, women, you had your chance. Exactly. <laughs> Time All for men these, to pick back over. This is how easy it is. <laughs> the point being, this is how easy it is to debunk these people's, you know, quote-unquote intelligent yeah. remarks about what's going on in the world these days. I mean, it takes about five seconds to do that kind of research. And, you know, but the greatest part is that was all being done on Twitter, which is largely a leftist platform So is, anyway. it, is it just any time so, they see anything industrial whatsoever, they immediately attribute that to capitalism? Basically, as if there's, yeah. yeah it's just, Nobody else in the world owns anything, right? <laughs> it's only capitalist America. Uh, <laughs> Except it was Mexico and it was the state, but whatever. <laughs> right. Yeah. And it was run by a woman, or overseen by a woman. Yeah, so. I was going to say, I mean, do we know how many uh, women were actually working in that organization? There might have been a bunch. Right. right. So, yeah, I mean, absolutely. You know, and, and right on for them, but you had to just assume <laughs> right. you know, the gender of that entire oil rig is, <laughs> yeah. is a 
little. It's a hell of a cell phone. Yeah. Antifa <laughs> right. uh, uh, mob attacks a woman protesting peacefully outside the Wee Spa in Los Angeles. Did you see the original story of why the Wee Spa was getting so? Yeah. Uh, all the, the um, you might know more details than me, but what I understand is there was a guy in there who showed his wiener to yeah. like women and children, women and children, and they were protesting as a result. Was yes. it like a transgender or something like that? That's so not that they could just. They were claiming yes, they were claiming it was a man, a biological man claiming to be a woman who was in the woman's section. Now, the interesting thing is the video that is going around social media is a woman going up to the spa, the people who worked at the spa saying, uh, is this okay for a man to be in the wo- in the woman's section, the woman's only section? Mm-hmm. And he's just exposing himself to these other women and children. And they basically said, well, yeah, it is because he identifies as a woman. Or they identify as a woman, and that's all it takes, all it takes. in Cali- California because this is in Los Angeles. Uh, so yeah, that's why that's wow. the original reason why. Yeah, I, they I, got I the saw media. like a piece of it, but yeah, and then it's crazy. And, and then these Antifa mobs started attacking this woman. They were taking her hat, they were shoving her around. They went joke. after this older Asian guy. Uh, same thing. Uh, these people who were protesting against basically. Uh, uh, what I'm I'm just gonna say he was a pedophile. I don't it's yeah yeah transgender I mean, whatever you're you're showing your wiener to kids. Yeah, you're a pedophile. You're, so right. Um, if and, I if you, any one of us did that, we would have been arrested. Right, right, right. Like, Unless we said that we identify as women. Well, right. Which apparently then it's we've yeah. It's gross. Every day we stray further and further. Right. <laughs> <laughs> a Michigan boy unfortunately dies days after getting the Pfizer. We'll make that distinction. COVID nineteen vaccine. Yeah. And then a man dies from blood clots after receiving the Moderna COVID nineteen vaccine. Now this is the first instance I've heard of the Moderna virus or anti or the Moderna vaccine having issues. We've yeah. been covering the Pfizer stuff. Yeah. So well, the thing is, is um, yeah, <clears throat> it's anecdotal. Yes. I understand that it's anecdotal. Yes. This right. isn't like a. I I haven't seen it become a widespread problem. The thing that I've been saying over and over again about this is that all it takes is one right. person to have been forced or coerced into taking this vaccine and then come down with some kind of uh, medical complication yep. or die. Right. And whoever it is that forces them ought to be taken to court. Oh, yeah. For everything you can possibly get off Oh, yeah. So, and, and, and we'll get into it when we get into the local <laughs> stuff when we talk about uh, some of the bills that they're trying to pass. But yeah. one of the reasons why I want them to pass these bills that keep people from being able to force uh, the individuals to get this vaccine is in a way actually to protect the company. Well, because sure. then the company doesn't feel any public pressure right. to try to force any of their employees or customers or anybody to get a vaccine. And not only that, uh, they can say, viable. look, law says I can't do it, so it is what it is. Right. I can't do it. And then they don't get the lawsuits from the people who. Right. So you're. Either you pass that law or everybody loses. Right. You have to pass that yeah. law or everybody loses. Yeah. I was going to say, it's and wrong on every laws. level. It's yeah. not even, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't want more uh, laws if I can help. 248, if I'm not mistaken. House Bill yeah. 248. Yeah. It's, yeah, because, I mean, you're forcing, you're forcing not only the individual to get a vaccine, but you're also forcing, you're mandating that a company mm-hmm. run its business in accordance with the way you want it yeah. to be run, not the way that they necessarily want it to be run. So. Yeah. Of course, you know. Now, why shouldn't have people a, have the choice? I mean, this right, uh, the fact that right. if anybody is dying from these vaccines, and these, this doesn't even necessarily prove that these people died from the vaccines. They're still investigating that. So it could be something else entirely. We yes. don't know for sure. But right. if it gets proven that people are, uh, that anybody at all dies from the vaccine, that should be enough 
to say we are not going to force this. It's the same reason right. why I am not a, a pro-death penalty. Because if there's even mm-hmm. one person who's innocent who gets put to death, it's not worth it. Find some other way. I know this probably might be something that we disagree. We will with. definitely disagree okay. on that. <laughs> I don't want to be that one guy. I'd rather some other thing happen. Because if I was that one guy, I'd want all the rest of, and I was innocent, I'd want all the rest of my mm-hmm. life to do everything I can to prove my innocence. Sure. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't get that if you put me to death. This is a whole other debate. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, but yeah. I'm just pointing it out as, a, as the same reason why I'm not pro-death penalty yeah. is because no, I, understand I think as soon sure. as there's even one person that uh, is uh, falls victim to it, uh, in that sense, it's just not worth forcing sure. it on people. Yeah, I understand so, that argument. Anyway. American champion Shikari Richardson cannot run in the Olympic 100-meter race after testing positive for a chemical found in marijuana. So, I, I, I just want to talk a little bit about marijuana for a second. <laughs> I know where you're going with this, because this is Do the you? same thing that I probably Do you know said. where I'm going I'm with this? I'm pretty sure. I don't know. You might, you might be surprised I'm where pretty I'm going sure with this. I know where you're Look, going with this. Um, I... I, I personally don't have an issue with marijuana i think mm-hmm. it should be legalized sure. uh, and it's not because i'm hey let's go get high it's because i just don't it's not mm-hmm. worth the taxpayer dollars sure but the rules are the rules and if you break the rules right you suffer the consequences right you know and i, I just don't have any sympathy for this person and i've been seeing a right. whole lot of people yes. who are our, wow, our, we actually agree a hundred percent on this. Well, see, there you go. <laughs> That's funny. I've seen a whole lot of people who are like, "Oh, we well, it's a stupid rule no, and all this kind of I, stuff." I, I um, said the it same. It may thing. or may not be a stupid rule. Right, I've yeah, seen but some it's neither here nor there. Well, I've seen some interesting <laughs> arguments for why it, it is there because it relaxes your muscles. Sure. Or, yeah. Yeah. Or it does uh, uh, right. relieve stress or right. anxiety and right. things like that that and can have a negative impact on your performance? So, sure. I don't know if that's true. I'm not a doctor. I'm just saying that there are. There are arguments yes, for why it for should sure. be. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're for sure. realistic or make sense, but there are arguments. Yeah, it's yeah. not just, yeah. hey, marijuana bad. Right, right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you yeah, know where I thought you were going with it? Uh, where? That marijuana is definitely, the only thing that marijuana enhances is your hunger. <laughs> as far as performance, <laughs> that's where I thought you were going to go with it. But I actually said I knew, I knew you'd be surprised. <laughs> I, I actually literally said the same exact thing. I yeah. was like, I don't really feel sorry for you because you broke the rules that the you, rules. you signed up for. It's a, bad, so. it's a dumb rule. But here's the thing. It, right. You obviously didn't care enough. Well, right. Because how many people who did right. care enough and exactly. wouldn't have broken that rule exactly. didn't get the spot that you would have gotten? Yeah. Or wouldn't, you know? So that's right. where I stand. Yeah. It's no. an interesting one because it's it feels like, oh, well, where did she smoke the weed at? You right. I mean? right. like, well, you know, if she lives in Colorado or something like that, and it's all the time, it's like, well, yeah, I, I literally do it all the time. Right. Yeah, like it's not weird for me at all. Sure. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, the rules are the rules, and I get that. But uh, And I think that there should be that conversation had uh, but then at the same time i think uh you've got to kind of be like well you messed up yeah let's maybe not do it again you know let's, let's, <laughs> right. let's try to read that yeah. manual a little bit closer <laughs> and then uh you know hopefully she you know that it all gets worked out and she can get over there and not kneel for the flag and kick some, kick right. some ass but right. they did pass in virginia they did pass yeah. uh recreational marijuana i'm for that i'm, right. I'm totally for that right yeah. i just don't care if somebody wants to sit around and i'm not a, I'm, i don't i don't do it but I don't yeah, care if yeah. somebody wants to. Right. right. Yeah. It's not whatever. It is right. what it is. Per, it should be a personal choice, as as, right. exactly. as everything should be. Exactly. In this exactly. So, you know, whether that be vaccines or whether that be marijuana right. or you right. know, how, however you want to do it. But I, you should have the freedom to do whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. And I did also responsibly. 
even better. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I did also, though, see an article recently about how um, uh, marijuana can contribute to, um, uh, like, depression in some ways. Yes. Right? Because here's the thing, and this yes. goes with any drug. Right. Right? Um, that changes your mood. Right. It doesn't actually get to the root of the problem. Right? Exactly. Depression comes from, it's not just chemical. Exactly. Right? Um, depression can come from just experience that you've had that you haven't processed. Right. And if you solely rely on any drug, mm-hmm. then you haven't processed that. And then what happens when you don't have the drug as your crutch anymore for whatever reason? Exactly. So um, This is why I'm against pharmaceutical drugs on a lot of levels. And right. I used to make this stuff. So, so, I, so I am concerned. Yeah. The thing, again, I think it should be legalized, mm-hmm. and I see the, sure. the medical benefits for sure. I'm concerned that this, this marijuana culture has put blinders on a lot of people who it are has. just who are just like yeah. uh, and I've been there you know yeah, you yeah. were but people are like oh there's all these you know benefits and all it's so funny you see some of these like total potheads right right <laughs> that are that talk they know everything that you can do right. medically with yeah. marijuana all the things that they're that, like a genius all of a sudden it's, like, it's the like one thing they know everything about here we do this man does and, that you know like, what i mean and they they yeah. talk about how it's so healthy and all this and i don't want you taking away right. my health options okay yeah, but you also drink like two liters of Mountain Dew an hour. Right. That's not the point. And you, and you, and you eat just total crap yeah. all the time. Like yeah. it's the only thing you care about when it comes to health. Right. Stop bullshitting me. Yeah. The, you just want to get high. <laughs> like anything. Right. You know. I'd respect that more right. if you were just honest yeah, about just it. Yeah, just be honest about it. You've got to, yeah, every, yeah, everything in moderation. You know, it's the same thing like with alcohol. I think that passing marijuana, well, one, you know, as a Republican, I think that our party needs to start maybe moving even a little bit more towards this. As I think so. Yeah, we I want to so. be the party of whatever affords the individual the highest level of freedom. Freedom, yes. If you want to be put in a box, vote yep. for a Democrat. You want to do whatever the hell you want to do and be whoever you want to be, yeah. vote Republican. If that's a giant as long as you're not violating anybody right. else's you want to, and yeah, and you want to enjoy responsibly, yeah. that's great. And think about all the money that we could bring to the state of Ohio. If you had, <laughs> yeah. we, I, I was right. like, hell, we'll do pot for potholes. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> right. who, who needs an infrastructure bill? I mean, exactly. that first weekend alone, you could yeah. probably build three bridges right. know, downtown. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, the only, the only reason I'm against it from a policy standpoint mm-hmm. Uh, because I was originally ne- definitely not for marijuana being legalized anywhere. Yeah. The only the only thing that still stands true from that argument for me is the fact that after Colorado did it, since they were the first years and years ago, yeah, it's almost been a decade at this point, I think, or it has been. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing that I came along with that was an increase in OVIs and things like that. Yeah. From that standpoint, you know, especially as a parent, you know, of I that's but that's the only thing at the end right. of the day I'm still for freedom above all anyway yeah, right. because you know there's always going to be something out there there's always going right. to be drunk drivers out there mm-hmm. so okay you you cut the potheads out from behind the wheel but mm-hmm. legally anyway but yeah. now cost, you have drunk right? drivers in, exactly well yeah. and too it, it's one of those kind of things where I was like well if you're going to pass it you got to make sure you got smart people up there doing it because yes. there's so many subsequent laws that are yes. going to follow that like, like oh, yeah. that. Yes. how much is too much can you do right. it on a street corner can you do it like a cigarette or is it right. like you can't go walking around with an open container exactly yeah, I mean, where does it fall and Fortunately, there are other states that have already modeled it and, and right. it's just fine. Yeah. But uh, right. it's an interesting, it's an interesting conversation for sure. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. I mean, I, I, I don't do it. And right. I, yeah. I mean, either. I've never tried it even in my yeah, life. Yeah. You know, some people are like, oh, college. You know, I tried it once. <laughs> like, it's just never been my thing. It's not my scene, and that's right. okay. But if it's yours, you know, 
then yeah. you can do it. Well, like you know. said, freedom. Yeah. That's all that matters. Right. And, and I'm all for that. Gay men and bisexual men and men who have sex with other men have been wanting to donate blood. So I, this, we got we're getting into a couple of gay stories here because we got it because uh, we've just wrapped up uh, Gay Month. Um, sorry, what do we call it? Pride, Pride Month. Sorry, month. I'm just Gay Month. Yeah, um, it's the gayest one of the of the year. Apparently, um, because so this is this is what they're saying. They're uh, the issue is that when you go to give blood, uh, they ask you if you are gay or yes. bisexual or if you've had sex with another man. Yes. In the, and it's specifically towards gay men. Yes. I don't think it's. Uh, I don't think they have the same rule for women, for lesbians. Um, I and believe you're correct. And there's actually a reason for this. Yes, there this, is. So, a very scientific reason. Yeah, so let's... let's so, okay. <laughs> uh, uh, parental advisory, explicit content. This is why we swear on this show, because this is one of those topics where right. I want to get... I, I just want to get into the details a little bit. It's gross. I don't... It's, it's really not comfortable. Uh, but yeah. uh, uh, headphone warning now. NSFW. <laughs> right. Get your kids out of the room. Here's the thing. So first off, they're saying that there is a shortage of blood, so these uh, gay guys want to go and, and mm-hmm. contribute and give blood. And, you know, good Which, on them for wanting to yeah, do that. Yeah, kudos to them for that. But here's the thing. Uh, the way that butt sex works, <laughs> just so you guys understand, it's very different from vaginal sex. Right. In Absolutely. the sense that uh, there's a lot more friction. Right. And when there's so much more friction, <laughs> there ends up being... Uh, tears. Tears. <laughs> okay, so that is what this is. This is the reason, as I understand it, why yeah. why uh, transfer of uh, STDs, particularly HIV, uh, is so it's prevalent high. in the gay community and not so prevalent yes. in the heterosexual or even lesbian community. It's just a function. Right. It's just the way the whole thing works. Right. Right. So there is an exchange of fluids that mm-hmm. doesn't typically happen in other forms of Correct. sexual contact. So, now, I don't know the science beyond that, all right? So, if there is really no reason to worry and they can safely collect this blood uh, from gay men, I'm not opposed to it. Right. But keep in mind, as soon as you've got somebody who uh, uh, gets infected by something, and that would make me nervous, to be honest with Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Uh, as somebody who would potentially be receiving any of this mm-hmm. blood, as I, I'd, be, I, I'd at least want to know. And I should yeah. have the right to know where exactly. that blood came from, right? For sure. It's going to be put in me, For right? Sure. And I should be able to turn it down. Right. You know? Assuming this isn't a life-saving measure right. or I something mean, like that. Right. I mean, it's what it is, <laughs> yeah. right? At that right. point, you do what you got to do. Right. But I mean... Uh, but, but see, here's the easy way to fix this. And you can see it as discriminatory. And if you do, then you don't have to give blood. It's that simple, too. Mm-hmm. If you can prove that you are not infected with any sexually transmitted diseases or AIDS or any of that stuff... Show them your get your test done. That's show them point. the forms and the results. Well, and yeah, but then they go. could have had gay sex last night and got it right. So yeah, I don't know. Maybe uh, I it, think that maybe that's maybe not do a blood. Really I don't know. Maybe do a blood nice. test ahead of time. But I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, if there's a way to do it, I'm not against it entirely. We have the technology. I just feel yeah, yeah, though that they can't tell who's got you know, uh, you know sure. sick and or, or whatever the case may be. I, I would like to think that somewhere that deals in blood quite frequently yeah. would be able to figure out if right. uh, this is infected with some kind of thing or something like that right. but you know that being said I you know uh, now and uh, you know I, uh, there's probably a more conservative branch that will get on me about this but uh, you know I'm very it's kind of like the marijuana thing mm-hmm. I'm very pro-gay pride month that's all fine by me you want to be who you want to be more power to you 
You know, yeah. you're doing your thing. That's all fine. Yeah. Good. Well, so I, I do have limits. I do. Yeah, I mean, you know, okay. I mean, uh, <laughs> as we'll and, see in the next story. All within reason. That's, that's probably the segue to that. But uh, you know, there, uh, there's kind of one of those things, and they want to try and help, and uh, you know, they feel like they're being yeah. a little bit disenfran- disenfranchised when trying to do what they perceive to be, you know, the right thing to do, and especially when there's a blood shortage. And you I know? think they believe it. Yeah, and so, uh, uh, and that's the yeah. thing, you know. So it's 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 a sticky situation because it's like, well, you know, you don't want to feel any <laughs> but uh, wrong kind of yeah, connection. right. Come on, you think I wasn't gonna burst out laughing after that? <laughs> but uh, it's one of those things where uh, you know you, you don't want to damn somebody for trying to do the right thing, but uh, no, but you, you want to protect yourself. But, well, right, yeah. you want to keep everybody safe too, and so I agree with you. I think that there's got to be a way to, yeah. that, that we can. Everybody can win. You right. Know? Exactly. <laughs> There's got to be a winner. Exactly. Yeah, and yeah. That's the thing, you know? Yeah. I, um, the, the thing I, I might challenge there is, and I don't have a problem with what anybody wants to do in their own home. No, yeah. It's none of my of business stuff. anyway. Uh, I am not against, uh, I'm not against uh, gay marriage. I mean. Well, that's where I draw the line. But. I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not, well, here's, let me, let me, let me word it this way. Uh, I'm against the government deciding who can and can't get married. Because anybody can just say that they're married. Right. There's no government that's going to stop you from doing Correct. that. Correct. Right? Um, or, well, not anymore anyway. Right. right. So, uh, and I'm not going to stop. I'm not, I don't, you know, yeah. whenever whenever I think of like whether or not a law should be implemented, mm-hmm. I like to think of what I'm willing, what I would be willing to do to enforce it. Right. You know, and that's just not one I would be willing to go to any lengths to enforce. Right. So that's where oh, that's I stand true. on Yeah. It. Yeah. Uh, I understand the religious arguments right. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah, that's, that's where that's, I'm at. That's totally fine. That's um, everybody's and, personal thing. Right. And yeah. to some degree, I'm with you on it. So, yeah, but, um, you know, I, I think about it the same way for me. It was like, well, like I said before, I want to advocate for the highest level of individual freedom. Sure. And so if there was, for whatever the case was, they said, you can't marry, you know, my, my fiance for whatever reason, I'd mm-hmm. be like, well, what the hell? Why not? Right. right. I didn't. You it's know, only a matter of time before this. those this rules is, turn themselves. This is how. This is what I want. This is who I am, and this is the yeah. direction that I, I choose this life. It, yeah, I am. This is me. You know, and right. so any kind of entity telling you you can't do something makes me already go. Oh, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> right. But then on top of that, when it comes to something that's so personal, and it just it really doesn't. You know, with some exceptions, doesn't really affect you. It's an individual choice. Kind of the marijuana thing again, where there are situations where it can affect you, but. Generally speaking, you know, I think it's personal choice and it's who you are and, you know, you can't do much about that. You but know? the thing well, I'll, I think the thing I, I think the thing I challenge, though, is that um, <laughs> I, I, I don't like Pride Month. I think it sucks. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah. going back to the mm-hmm. marijuana thing, uh, <laughs> as well, as we had said, right, yeah. we we, yeah. we all agree on the individual freedom mm-hmm. aspect of it. But there's mm-hmm. also a marijuana culture that is mm-hmm. very flawed right. um, that deserves to be criticized. Mm-hmm. Same thing with yes. uh, the what they call the uh, LGBTQ, LGBT, those guys, the gay community. Alphabet Um, people. The alphabet people, right? So alphabet people (laughs) have built an entire culture around it and have applied a whole month to it. And then they do some very uh, questionable things in public, in front of children. Uh, I've seen uh, videos where they will, uh, where uh, they've got little boys twerking in the streets. And you actually ha- saw like women having to hold a couple of men back who were mm-hmm. getting too close. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. why is that kid in this situation exactly. at all? And then these dra- uh, these these drag queen kids or whatever you want to call them uh, yeah. th- that are get- that are dancing on stage for money. The the the, yeah. the gay community um, has frankly a lot to answer for. 
Yes. Honestly. Yes. And it's not because of the decision that they make in their own bed with Correct. somebody else. It's the ones they're the, making the vom- public. <laughs> it's the public display yeah. that they've decided that they they've sexualized their their yes. sexual overly sexualized their sexual preferences, right? Because um, right. it's all about the sex. It's right. very little to do really with love. Uh, yeah, seems to and me. I, I, what's what's claim, what's I loving about any of that behavior? Exactly. About putting a kid in that situation, and then there's this Washington Post article that says <laughs> exactly. It's right. so, what's frustrating about this is that it's what uh, conservatives have been saying all along: is that is if you if you legalize gay marriage, gay marriage, it's going to be a slippery slope, and they use the slippery slope fallacy, which. I'm over pretending the slippery slope fallacy is a fallacy anymore. Right. <laughs> because of this. It, right, exactly. Because of this article, exactly. the title on this Washington Post, it's not just some some podunk website. Right. Yes, kink belongs at Pride, and I want my kids to see it. Yep. Children need to know that they can make their own ways in the world. This yep. is this person belongs in jail. Well, do you know the background of this person? No, you go for it. So this person, the person who wrote, this is written by Lauren Rowello, mm-hmm. okay? <clears throat> and if you look at the picture in the article, you can tell that there's something not quite right about this person. Uh, this person <laughs> is, from my understanding, a transgender, uh, male to female uh, transition or whatever. Or... Maybe not this person, but their spouse is. One of them is. So these are two women, quote-unquote women, or people who claim to be women, with these children. Uh, or Okay, so she's Lauren Rowello says, my wife is trans. So it's not her. Sorry So sorry about your looks or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll, I'll retract that. But uh, wife is trans. So, okay, fine. But wasn't out at this time. And, what, and it goes through. It's this big, long, huge, drawn-out story of, of taking their kids to pride parades and pride month and everything else and this is one of the most disturbing statements that i find in this article so a couple paragraphs in this is i had to force myself to read this article this is so just outside the norm of anything and i'm so like you know again you can do whatever you want in your personal life but this is in public uh, that's why I have the, the issue with it. So it says children who witness kink culture are reassured that alternative experiences of sexuality and expression are valid, no matter who they become as they mature, helping them recognize that their personal experiences aren't bad or wrong and that they aren't alone in their experience uh, or experiences. I can't think of a more relevant or important reminder for youth who often struggle with feelings of isolation and confusion as they discover more about themselves and wrestle with concerns about whether they're normal enough. My question to you is, why do you think that you have to expose your children to sexuality in the first place, in public, Because they're pedophiles. I'm just going to say, and this person, this writer, is a pedophile. This is I the mean, definition of a pedophile. It, it I mean, do they have to rape a kid to not be considered that. a pedophile? Right. Uh, it, what, when you, when you, when you yeah. not only put kids in that situation, but you advocate for it. Yeah. And for others to, to do the same thing. Right. Uh, and, to, and to spread this whole idea that it should be normalized, that people should behave this way in front of kids. That is pedophilia. There's no other right. way around it. Right. Yeah. And I mean... You're you're opening your children up. Who are I mean, children are very susceptible to anything. It doesn't matter what it is. They're very impressionable, and they're very impressionable. So you know, as parent, as the adults, 
in the situation, which is why I advocate for parents being better parents and being involved in your kids' lives. Because even on our, even on the religious side, there's awful parents. Like, don't don't get me wrong here. I'm I'm across the board with this kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, like this was really disturbing to me. There's a thing I think that the going back to the founding fathers a little bit uh, there is mm-hmm. uh, there's a thing that's called responsible freedom. And yes. That is to say that, yes, you should have the choice to do and be whoever you want and all that stuff, and that's what I advocate for all the time. So that's why right. I'll, I'll advocate on behalf of the gay community. <laughs> I'll advocate on behalf of, you know, legalizing marijuana. You know, uh, I'll advocate for anybody. Sure. Uh, but there is a certain point in time where you have to take a step back and say, well, you know, is that right? And, you know, mm. exposing children to something like kink, uh, you know, to you to coin the phrase, yeah. Uh, you know, that's something that just that's that's just an over sexualization in front of children, and I think that that's wrong. Now, taking your kid to a pride parade or a well, Juneteenth right. parade, very you know, right. those are things that yeah, fine. It's good to be different. You can be who you yeah. want to be. That's great. It's normal thing to do. But yeah, that is one of those <laughs> things where it's just that's it's the tick too far. It's, it's right. Well, the left does it all. The time. I, I would, right. you know, I would it's even... just that bridge too far. It's like you know, I was with you right up right, until right. Like, let's yeah. just, yeah. I would, I would actually even disagree with you that at this point, if you're taking your children to a pride parade, it's irresponsible. I was going to say, because the pride parades, you know when the they kind first of stuff started, yeah, when the pride parades first started, there wasn't, ne- it wasn't nearly this widespread of yeah. this kind of stuff happening. It's and, blatant and for, kink. It's in your face yeah, kink. Yeah. And you know it and, is, and we all know it is. No one is surprised by it. Yeah. If you're taking your kid to it at this point, I it'd mean, be one thing if they were just... It's, I mean, if they were all in suits, even rainbow suits, you know, with flags and right. whatever else, and everything was appropriate, and there was right. no nothing referencing sex or sexuality sure. whatsoever, other than the fact that they are gay, or some, yeah. right? Then I wouldn't have any yeah, problem. I agree with you there. Um, but I agree. but that's right. not the way it is. Right. The, yeah, you've got to be. <laughs> it's you've the got to be responsible. Yeah, yeah you've gay got culture to be is kink culture. Yeah. That's what it's become, and it's, and yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like and. There, there's 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 gays I know who stand against this kind of stuff. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I do too. But you I have to, if you are gay, you absolutely have to challenge yes. uh, pride parades. Yeah. Um, and if you don't, uh, sorry, we're not on the same page. And it is not because you're gay. It is because oh, yeah, I yeah. do not think that we should be exposing kisses right. kind of stuff. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway, I got to take a shower after that. Uh, <laughs> Wisconsin birth certificates to offer a quote parent op- option instead of mm-hmm. mother or father. Now, do people understand why they do this? It has nothing to do with inclusivity, right? The they the, think it does. They the, no. The, some people <laughs> think the, it does, but the people the who are doing it, they they know what they're doing. Yes, absolutely. No, that, that's my point. Uh, this that's the narrative. I'm going to keep it, referencing it uh, because uh, it's very deliberate. Because it's because uh, I've just read it and uh, now I know. But yeah, 1984 talks about what exactly this is all about. Yep. When you when you manipulate the language, mm-hmm. you can control thought because yeah, people yeah. think in language. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, George Carlin Carlin actually talked about that in one yes. of standups. He would say, yes. "Yep, yep." yep. People think in language. So when you control language, you control the way people think. And if you remove, yeah, exactly. If you remove certain words and and just throw them down the memory hole, then people are pigeonholed into a certain way of thinking. And that's why they do this. It's the same reason why, and we didn't talk about it last week, but last week... um, uh, they changed the name of Boba Fett's ship, Boba yeah. Fett from Star Wars. Oh, yeah. I did see that. I was yeah. so bummed. That was, I mean, I don't, I yeah. mean, I'm a big Star Wars fan. I was like, that ship is badass. Yeah, <laughs> right? don't touch it. It's perfect. Just right. leave it alone. And the ship was called Slave One. Yeah. And you and 
uh, they say that that's somehow offensive or whatever. Right? It's like, dude, again, you, you're the one who thinks that slavery is a racial term. It's yeah. simply not. Right. It never has been. No. You guys turn it and try to make it one, and it's not. Right. But they do that, again, because uh, it, it, it's to force people to think uh, in a certain way. Mm-hmm. And oh, people yeah. and people will say when people push back and go, "What are you getting all bent out of shape about?" First off, it's not your, it's not your uh, property, right? It's not your intellectual property. They can change it to whatever they want. Right. Second off, what's the big deal? I mean, it's not hurting anybody. Right. And it's like, dude, you don't understand how this works. Right? Maybe you should go and read the book well, because if you that's get a mouse how this a cookie, works. You know, right? Yeah, well, it's, exactly, exactly. exactly. Yep. It's a little bit at a time, and yep. each time you do it, somebody goes, "It's not a big deal," and then you do it again, and and next thing you know, an entire chunk of our culture has been just demolished. Because yeah. they chipped away at it a little bit at a time, and each little time you said, "What's the big deal? What's the big deal? Right. What's the big deal?" Right. Well, dude, the big deal happened years ago yes. because you yeah. kept saying, "What's the big deal?" and didn't push back on yes. it. Thanks a lot, asshole. Right. Yeah. And I talked about this a little bit on the the wrap up of CRT uh, last week and that episode. Um, that the way to change culture. This is why this is very targeted and deliberate, like you said. Mm-hmm. The way you change culture and is through entertainment, music, yep. sports, and children. Yep. And this is why, because once you get a group, a, a large group of children, this is why CRTs want to be introduced into the schools. This is, and this all works. This works across the board for everything. What the reason why it's being introduced in schools is because if they can get a group of children to think this way, where those children grow up into adults, and those children are in theory, going to have their children, and their children will take on the same values as the children that were introduced into this crap. Mm. And so it's a way of propagating this thing. Just think, and the example I use is just think of when we were growing up, uh, the whole selling college to kids. And now, once we get into the job fields, after we went to college, job fields are saturated with everybody who has a degree and the degree basically means nothing whereas when we were growing up most people didn't have the degree so the degree was a valuable thing and so yeah yeah yeah, i I agree with you there i think it's it's one of those things too if anybody out there is interested in listening to this uh, you can find it on youtube really easy i just watched it the other day and it was uh an ex-kgb guy and uh, he was a defector and he said you want to learn how to change culture this is how you do it and this is back mm-hmm. in like 1987, something mm-hmm. like that. And he's going on talking about, first off, you got to get the kids. Yep. You re-educate them in yep. a way that you want them to do it. And then it takes about 10, 20 years or so. Then you start seeing the fruits of that. So you have yep. one generation go through school, and then it's on to the next one. And right. they are going to be your future leaders. Right. So now they see things, and I'm like, gosh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that's, that sounds I know like a playbook I for a certain Do you remember his name? <laughs> I can't remember his name off the we'll top. We'll try to find it. Yeah, I was also so introduced to that I've, I've same video it. recently. Yeah, <laughs> and it's talked about it before on the show. A little bit. And it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a genius move if you're oh, an yeah. evil genius, yeah. but right. it's you know, one of those right. kind of things. And uh, I'm like, man, boy, are they doing that? I mean, the left is doing that. Yeah. yeah. Brilliantly, unfortunately. Yeah. Right. You know, right. they're doing it in such a way where it's so insipid that you're right. It's it's small little incremental changes where you're like, well, that's not a big deal. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. not a big deal. Or, you know, uh, they hide it behind certain phrases and things like that. That was what the Forest Hills, I went to both of those meetings and yeah. the Forest Hills School Board kept saying, well, yeah. we want kids to be included. We want diversity. Nobody right. w- doesn't <laughs> want that. Everybody <laughs> wants That's fine. Yeah. Nobody's saying, oh, I hope. Right. Forest Hill stays the way it is. Right. I don't want diversity. Everybody wants diversity. That, that's not the point. That's and not the argument. Yeah, here. I don't want you just going up and saying, you know, our founding fathers should be known as slaveholders, not starting the greatest country on earth. Right. <laughs> you know, like, 
uh, you know, well, exactly. I think that's the problem. You know, it's yeah. it's it's an adapted curriculum, and that's then they're doing it. They're doing oh, yeah. it. Man. Don't don't well, think that they're not. And the thing too here that we can see is them trying to blur the differences between. This is another instance of blurring the differences between sex and things like that. So you know, if you don't want to be, if you if you don't know in the future if you're going to identify as a father of children, you can be a parent instead. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's kind of goofy and yeah, very but very just, deliberate yeah, I mean, yeah it's a cultural thing it's nope. getting people to change their way of thinking more than anything uh let's see uh, what is that ollie london ollie london insists they're transracial yep after surgery to get korean eyes now i was told years ago with this rachel dolezal person yep. that this was a racist thing to do so uh that's it won't be for long I mean, here's the thing. The left will push back on, for now, are going to yeah. push back on people like Ollie London, people like Rachel Dolezal. They will challenge yeah. and criticize for now. Right. Mm -hmm. But it will not be long before the left t changes their tune and go, yep, you can be transracial. Yeah. But for now, since you I, haven't, yeah. since you're not pushing back yet, some of the, those of you on the left, um, or, or since you're not adopting this as being as as should be normalized in the way that uh, transgenderism should be normalized the way you're normalizing it, let me right. ask. I, I gotta ask. Mm -hmm. How can you be transgender if you can't be transracial? Right. Right. You talk about the difference between gender and sex. Sex mm -hmm. being biological, and that I assume that means for some of you anyway that <laughs> are still somewhat sane, that you understand <laughs> that there is a difference between man and woman, a biological difference, a DNA difference, a chromosomal difference between right. man and woman. I, I assume that means you understand that. Right. Certainly, you must know that there is also a difference between being uh, white or European and being mm -hmm. Korean. Right. Also, a biological. Some people say that there is uh, no such thing as bio biological differences between race. Lie. Total lie. It's not true. There absolutely are. It doesn't make any sense for you to say otherwise. Biological difference on what level, though? On some level, right? Like, because uh, there, because there, there really isn't. There's a biological difference between uh, how much melanin you have in your skin is well, a biological right. okay determined. But that's really aspect. the only difference. It's not. Because your eye, the, the obviously he, because you see this guy got uh, Korean eyes, right? right? So that's another thing right there. Yeah. Genetics determine the shape Correct. of your eyes, so that's another thing Correct. that bio, biology determines, and it's not right. the only thing. Black people are the only ones who are prone to sickle cell anemia. Right. So there's all kinds of biological differences between races. That ha it's better that we understand this than pretend yeah. like that doesn't mean that the, anybody's superior. Well, it just right. means that there are differences, right? right. Uh, mm -hmm. And it's and it's and it's, we need to understand these differences. Mm -hmm. Particularly, doctors need to understand these differences. Well, that's um, why this is important, and that's why it's important. So, and again, this is just about uh, about blurring the truth, yeah. or hiding the truth, or telling untruths for the sake of uh, affecting culture. So, again, I ask: Can anybody explain to me what uh, is what makes transgenderism more valid than transracialism? Mm -hmm. The, I'll play devil's advocate, Please do. and I'll just say that the way that it's been described to me from from people that I've spoken to, and you know where people fall on this is going to be a big spectrum and whatever. But it's when you're born, you know, I think from the transgender perspective, it's it's a fifty fifty thing. It could have been a boy, mm -hmm. might have been a girl. Mm -hmm. Who's to say? Where you were, it was never fifty fifty that you were going to come out black or Korean or you know, and, <laughs> and that's yeah. the way that they sure. go. Like, I just feel as though I was, you know, I would I. I felt like I was born a girl. I just feel like, and whether you know, and there's tons of debate around all that and all and what that means in particular as it translates to sports and all these kind of bathrooms mm -hmm. and all these kinds of things. But when it comes to the race one, that the one that I hear the most is well, it's, you know, 
there was zero chance you were going to be born, you know, Asian. That's a yeah. fair pushback. You weren't going to be That's actually a fair born, pushback. You yeah. know, Hispanic. Yeah. Which I, you're I, just can, not. I can yeah. grant that as a valid argument. I yeah. still and I mean, agree you know, right. that it's much different. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know. But it, I, can, I, can, right. I can give that a I can actually yeah. say that's a valid from argument. From the trans people that I've spoken to, that, that seems to be where they're coming yeah. from. And, and, you know, and yeah. you know I'm, I'm obviously not. But it's right. one of those things where I'm like, well, you know, I, I hear what you're saying. I definitely mm-hmm. hear what you're, what you're getting at. And where does the line get drawn? You know, that's, that's. You know, that's, that's well, the question. at some point you got to draw a line somewhere, or eventually you are going to accept uh, that this is totally normal for somebody mm-hmm. to decide to change their race. Well, yeah, and it should the, be normal, and that's why the left will have will have to. They will they be will. forced yeah. to. Yeah. The left is not going to have this. any choice but right. to give because it a few years. There are no lines. They will. Yeah, have I don't even think a few years. Yeah. I think it'll be more. I think it'll be if it's not over this particular. It's been a few instance. years since Rachel mm-hmm. Dolezal, so I still think we're still a few years out. Yeah, but it's going to happen. But here's the thing, because we've come. In that culture, we've come a long way since Rachel Dolezal in a short period of time, too. Um, So I I think, because here's the thing, this person identifies as non-binary, too. So this is a natural, you know, outcrop of that. And also, this is kind of weird, as I'm looking through the article real quick. He also declared a war on the woke yeah. And calling on help from Fox News personalities Sean Hannity and Tucker Carlson, saying, help me speak out against the injustice I am facing, the racism and transphobia from the woke mob. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and so, but in a situation of uh, odd partners yeah, here, too, Ben Shapiro yeah, was a, one of the prominent social media voices to throw support behind this person, tweeting that on Monday that only bigots disagree. Now, I think that's more sarcasm oh, yeah. than support. That's absolutely sarcasm. Um, <laughs> it's sarcasm because of the irony of the left's views on this thing. But he's right, because this is the natural progression of the leftist ideology. If you're going to accept these people, then there is no lines, or there are no lines. And so being transracial has to be the same. The the yeah, being transracial has to be the same as being transsexual, because you're in the wrong body. Ollie, and, Ollie has no idea that he's being sarcastic either, because he's oh, replying right. as a, I know. He's like, thanks so much for the support, Ben. Like, yeah. dude, he is trolling yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> he has no clue. Right. I shouldn't laugh. The guy has a mental problem. Clearly, well, but that's the reality of this. Is yeah. These people that's my problem with people who call me a bigot for not supporting these people. I'm like, okay, well, do you support the people who have schizophrenia? Because this is kind of along the same kind of lines of mental disorders that we're, we're talking about a psychosis here and you know i don't i don't tell the person with schizophrenia oh yeah the walls are talking to you i don't encourage them in their their delusions like that's actual abuse in my book and so you know well but it, it, here's the thing though um when you are, I, I was i do assume that when you are treating somebody who thinks that the walls are talking mm. that uh, no, you don't necessarily give in to the delusion, but at the same time, uh, you don't throw them into the deep end of the pool. Well, like, right. to some degree, right. you kind of uh, humor them and say, well, what are they saying, right? What but are the that's walls? different. So, well, my, my only that's point, different. The, the only reason I bring that up is I can see potentially mm. how it might be better to some degree or another uh, for somebody who has gender dysphoria to be treated not by saying no you're not this gender outright right but to humor it 
and engage them on it at some level or another. I can, I'm not a doctor. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not a psychiatrist. Right. I'm just suggesting I'm that. I'm definitely not advocating for poor treatment of people no matter no, 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 what their problem is. No, 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 of course. I'm not even talking is. about that. I'm but just I mean, talking about whether or not time, you, you, you humor their delusion. Well, see, we talked about this before, um, is if I don't know the person, mm-hmm. you know, and, and we were to meet somewhere or whatever, and the person looks like a woman... I'm going to address them as a female. Oh, yeah, same. Even though that that person may feel, quote, unquote, like a male, you know, and want to be, want to use the male pronouns and all this other kind of stuff. Okay, fine. At that point, I'll address you by whatever you want because at least I know that much about you because you probably made a big deal at about least, it. In the as first long place. as you've made an effort, though. Right. Like not like that Superman right. guy that went into the GameStop. Oh and yeah, exactly. Saying, I'm a man. Exactly. I'm not. You know. <laughs> exactly. And that's the thing. Right. You know, if you're going to be civil with me, I'm going to be civil with right. you. I'm right. not going to go out well, of my way also, to offend you. It's also a like, pain in the ass to try to. Uh, but I stick to the realistic pronouns. I mean, it just is what yeah. it is. Like if you, if especially if they're passable, if you're saying, "Hey, right. it's that woman over there." Right. And you don't know. It's just <laughs> right. easier. Well, and that's the thing. You know, I think that as long as everybody's just coming from a place of respect and you're, right. you know, you're trying your best and we're all trying our best and everybody just needs to be a little bit patient with each other and stuff. And, and especially when it comes to this whole, you know, I shouldn't say it's a new movement because it's not. But right. the whole transgender thing, you know, I think it's it's something that is going to be our generation in particular that's mm. going to have to figure out what that means and, yep. and, and where does it go and yep. all the different avenues that it leads down. And I think that. The, the best thing that we can do is to be just as patient and understanding as we can, sure. uh, you know, of everybody's differences. I have my limits, and, yet, and, and that's And that's fine, too. And, <laughs> and, 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 and some people need to be understanding well, of that, yeah, too. Yeah. And that's the, that's, that's, that's the thing, you know. They're, they're you know, um, these are, I, I everything like... is important to everybody. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, time, yeah. You know, it's one of those kind of things. Well, it, it, yeah, and that's the thing, too. If you approach it, as a mature adult from right. the other side and just yeah. not immediately go to I'm offended I and you're a bigot. Yeah, right, you know, right. if you uh, are like, hey, you, yep. you don't yeah, know right. me. No, we're done. Then, then I'm not even going to bother I can't go on yeah. from there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But uh, exactly, I, the, you know. the, the last thing I'll say is, uh, and I've got my criticisms of Ben Shapiro, as you know. but the, uh, the, the, <laughs> I know. But, the, but <laughs> I, I do like his approach to it. It's very similar to what we're saying yeah. here is, uh, uh, and, you know, in a Personal interaction, yes, I will yeah. refer to you by your preferred pronouns. Uh, but in the context of the discussion about transgenderism, I refuse. Correct. Because I'm not going to acknowledge that yes. you are a male if you are actually a woman or vice versa, right? right? Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> because sure. that uh, gives up, that seeds that ground to an right. untruth. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, again, in a personal interaction, it right. oftentimes just makes sense. It's just, it's well, unrealistic to try to fight that. They're human even if it's the I mean, you wouldn't want them to go out of their way to offend you, too. No, but you know it's not about mean? going out of the way to offend them. Like, I can see why people will refuse. I think it's a pain in the ass. I, th- uh, I, I think, wouldn't. Yeah, but, but I, I don't think they're doing it. Person. I don't. I don't agree with that. Yeah. I think people. Uh, I, if you know something like that, I think you're kind of a crappy person. Because, eh, like I said, it's it's like me. I disagree. It's like me treating you as a woman. But I. But I don't. It I, doesn't matter. Because I, I'm going out of my way to offend you. The difference is is whether or not it's true. <laughs> okay, I understand what okay. you're saying. So somebody but, is basing it off of truth and not basing it off of mean-spiritedness. Right, but okay. it's still going out of their way to offend well, it's like you. It's like, yeah, you know, my, name, my full name is Joseph, you know. Nobody calls me that. Though. Everybody just calls me Joe. But right. then the whole time you're going, well, hey, Joseph. Hey, Joseph. Right. Like, I, 
don't call me that. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not that I don't care about that, but you know, no, so right. if, well, yeah. if you're but, out on the street, yeah, you can call me thing. Joseph. But you know, <laughs> that's fine. But you know, it's one of those things where it's like I've asked you not to. Right. And then, exactly. for me, and that's it, enough right. reason, and I'm not gonna. Right. You know, if if I've asked you to do something, you refuse you refuse to do it, yeah. and it's not something that is going to harm you or illegal or anything right. like that you, you've now disrespected me personally regardless of what the situation is i understand exactly what you're saying a biological argument is a biological argument mm-hmm. at the same time right. there's a there when you're engaging with somebody there should be some sort of common respect between the two parties regardless of what it is regardless of if i agree or disagree with you on everything in the world all i'm saying is respect does not have to include giving in to uh, changing I, the language when you right when and you I, yourself I do not believe that that but language matches reality. I don't so, believe it's changing the language. I just think it's respecting somebody's request. People see things. People <laughs> I don't see, see things. It as that. People see I, things differently. Is all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah and I that means. And that. the thing I'm really challenging you on is that that it makes it a crappy person. I don't think it does. I think yeah, that if, people are sticking to their guns if you're on being something. Disrespectful. What else are you? <laughs> Again, okay. Yeah, we're not. Yeah. We're, we're just going to go around in circles on that. So we'll move on. Well, and, I, and I hear your point. Yeah, yeah. I, I do think that there is a certain level of where it's like, well, okay, you know, I'm, I am going to be considered and I am going to respect how you feel and right. all that. And, I, and I'll meet you halfway and all that. But there are certain things where you're right. I, yeah. I can't, you got to, sometimes it comes down, you got to call spade a spade. And if sure. like, for example, I know big Bush is in women's sports right now. Right. I'm sorry, man, but you're, you're but you're you're you're, you're like six five, and mm-hmm. you're you're trying right. to do the women's high jump or whatever. It's like, well, I'm, you got to work with me here. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, you know, right. I mean, right. you got to work with. Me. But then that's the thing: you as know. much as but much that's... ground is being seeded, I can understand why people, even on a personal level, are going to refuse to cede anymore. Yeah, ground. So, and like I say, I see the argument. I don't I don't agree with it, but yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, let's. See All right, let's here. move on from the gay stuff. <laughs> right. New York City Board of Election. God, what a dumpster fire New York City is. Yeah, no New York City Board of Elections releases a statement saying that 135,000 ballot images it had put into its computer system for testing purposes had never been cleared, and that's before the election. So these ballot these were counted as actual ballots in the election. Good night. Uh, and Joe, I don't know if you listened. We 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 our bonehead of the week last week was Mike Pence. Okay. Uh, and we talked about... It was about, a good one. Yeah. yeah I like We that. had a fun debate on we that We did one. have we a really fun debate. Um, but I went through a list of all the things that, that question the uh, legitimacy of the 2020 election and the results that we've seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just one thing after another. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you go on Chronicles, uh, look up the mm-hmm. election yeah. fraud timeline yeah. and yeah. Yeah. scroll through and oh, you'll man. see what yeah. I'm talking about. It's huge. It's <laughs> not, yeah. And I didn't even scratch the surface. Right. And I went through a lot. Right. I mean, I probably spent maybe 20, 25 minutes just listing all of the different examples yeah and that was again barely scratching the surface yeah. Yeah. we barely got past the election and I, yeah eventually yeah uh, yeah we barely got into january right and they were still right. discovering one thing after another and not to mention all the affidavits and everything but right. anyway it's just one more thing and look when you can have a significant error to the tune of 135,000 ballots mm-hmm. the it, you can call it an error all you want and i'll I'll believe that it's an error, and I can understand that. But yeah. when you have errors that significant, yeah. it also means that the election itself is not secure. Oh, now, sure. that one may not yeah. be nefarious. This 135,000 ballot image issue may not be nefarious in and of itself. Right. But it shows that there is a significant weakness in our election mm-hmm. system. Yeah. And somebody who is nefarious is going to take advantage of that if and when they can get away with it. Yeah. Which is why we... Uh, have to keep fighting 
uh, and not ignoring what happened in 2020 and keep passing these laws like we're seeing in Georgia, like we're right. seeing them try to pass. I think in Ohio, I've seen them try to pass some laws yeah, to yeah. secure they the have, elections yeah. because you have to. Yeah. If you yeah. don't, we'll just see 2020 happen again. Whether or not you think that uh, Trump legitimately won, mm -hmm. there was still enough that's, issues right. for people to not have any faith in the results of our elections. Well, that's the and thing. This that's, just adds to it. That's yeah. not the conversation, really. To me, is it's like, well, elections, so much, or maybe, maybe not. Who knows? Who's to say? May, I hope we get to the bottom of it and everything comes out that should come out. But my issue right now is, well, what's the stuff I can control? Mm -hmm. And I want the next election to be exactly. the most secure election mm -hmm. we have ever had. I don't want any. I don't want to hear about anything. You know, people having questions ever again. And that's something we can all come together on. That yeah. is not a. That should not be a, a, a polarizing issue. Should. We all want it to be secure. <laughs> we all want it to be fair. We want everybody to be able to vote in a safe and secure environment. I don't we think we all want on it to be secure. Though. Yeah, yeah, at this well, point, I the don't. Point. But uh, yeah, that's that's the yeah. problem. You know, that's, so. Because um, so people, people, I think uh, there are a lot of people on the left and Democrats in particular, um, who uh, who are okay with the lack of security in our elections when it benefits them. Yeah. Now I'm not in any right. way. Right. Exactly. Right. Um, whether it benefits you or not. Right. Whether right. it benefits it's me or not. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Right. I, uh, you know, I don't. You know, and and if if there was any legitimacy to the uh, Russia collusion stuff, uh, which is not which been there so far. isn't. Right. Um, no matter how many millions of dollars we spent, we found nothing. Right. Uh, and the worst thing that they could accuse him of, if anything, was trying to get um, Vladimir Putin to effectively tell the truth about what right. was in Hillary Clinton's emails. Right. It's like, well, actually, I want to know that anyway. So <laughs> right. I understand I him advocating for that. I don't know that there's really any fraud involved I'm in that. Right I would like that. a little bit of transparency right. knowing yeah. what she has in her emails. So yeah. anyway, my, uh, all that to say, I think that they, I think that the left very much wants to cheat. Yeah, uh, I, I think more well, more often than not, and I, and yeah. I'm, and maybe I'm being, uh, and I'm not just talking about politicians. Maybe I'm being uh, less than charitable, but I, I would argue that people on the left, Democrats, uh, by and large, want to be able to see cheating in the yeah. election so that they can get. Their I mean, way. I don't think they have a leg to stand on anymore with this no. kind of stuff. I mean, these are this is a democratically run city. Mm -hmm. This is essentially a democratic election anyway because it's I mean, all about the primary, it, yeah, right. And, and so, like, there is nothing that they can point to in this particular instance to where it's like, oh, well, it's the Republicans sabotaging the election. Are you kidding me? Like, this is your election. Yeah. And it's a goofy way. They do rank choice voting, which well, is that's goofy anyway. That's a strange way to do it yeah. as well. So, I mean, I could see a whole lot of errors occurring right. based solely on that. Exactly. Of itself, which I do think is an interesting concept. But it, it is. It, it needs to be executed so perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. if you're not sure, <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe not. <laughs> look at look at a national election as it is. We can't even just straight count ballots, much less you know do it, count the ballots and then the move them around yeah, as right. we get results. Like yeah. it's finding insane. new ballots, right. discarding uh, yeah. illegal ones, setting ballot boxes on fire, and it's one yeah. thing after another. It's yeah, crazy. yeah, so, and, and like I say, I don't think that they can really stand on a leg anymore to mm -hmm. to say that. Oh no, we're we're for free and clear elections. I mean, come on. Mm -hmm. So, well, man. if you're for free and clear elections, then you know you'll have no problem making them even more secure, right? Yep. You know, right. That's, that's you would think. Yeah. And I would put that. You know, if I was one of the people that was up at the state house, I would be putting that to every single Democrat. They'd be like, well, "What's your problem?" Exactly. Well, maybe oh, you're just gonna, racist, Joe. Yeah. yeah right. right. It's going to restrict <laughs> voters. Like, no, I'm not. Right. Well, I do not want to restrict anybody's vote. I want right. everybody to vote, and I want everybody's vote to count the way that. Sure. It 
Absolutely. And that, uh, if they want to try as long and fight as they're that legal battle, and alive. then please. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, you know. As long as they're legal and alive, yeah. Yeah. I want your vote to count. Yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. And right. you're a citizen. <laughs> right. I was going to say, as long as you follow the process. That's what I mean by legal. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't care in any other yep. way. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So, that, as uh, usual. That wraps up the longest quickie ever. <laughs> <laughs> now let's get into Ladies. the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> longest quickie ever. <laughs> Ladies. <laughs> Our it's female audience is I know, so happy with us right now. I'm actually cringing a little bit. Um, <laughs> But it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of testosterone yeah. in this What did you guys right talk now? about on the podcast? Well, there's some kink stuff. Quickies, right? Uh, <laughs> we talk, talked about some kinky stuff, Man. some quickies, yeah. some and some bleeding, bleeding buttholes. Yeah. And right? Like, <laughs> it's pretty around the mill. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's the huge. The huge. Been interesting <laughs> the so huge. far. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, let's move on. Right? So, quick, quick, before we lose all our audience. Happy Treason Day, right? Uh, that I think people say this in jest. But I think we don't really acknowledge it enough that that's literally what we're celebrating is being treasonous to an established government to form our own government. I'm not saying that they were wrong for doing it, but literally, and I don't think that the people, the 56 people who signed this, the Declaration of Independence, this is what we're going to really kind of focus on is the founding fathers and, and all of that. But the real thing is that these men, uh, bunch of freaking insurrectionists <laughs> right uh they actually had guns though it's weird oh, uh, how yeah. that worked <laughs> weird how the result differed too um <laughs> but uh, it's mightier than the sword maybe <laughs> right? <laughs> right uh but we don't i don't think we recognize enough that these men literally signed away their life and they're they're literally their life yeah. to the fact that they wanted this country to be an independent nation and the fact that if if america if the colonists had lost the revolution i mean these guys would have definitely been wiped out their families would have been gone property rights would have been taken from they their whole existence would have been wiped from this earth yeah. you know and their family from this earth because of the signing a document as crazy as that sounds yeah yeah and we'd well, all still have a bit yeah. of an accent in it <laughs> yeah yeah we'd but, be speaking uh, english the yeah the king's english with romeo's yeah. cigarettes <laughs> <laughs> but that's uh ben franklin's quote as i sit here yeah join her right died, yeah. uh, ben franklin shirt uh was we all gotta hang together or yeah. hang is separate you know and, right. and that's so true the limb that they went out on and uh, it kind of touches on what I was saying before, but yeah. I mean, just the forward thinking of yeah. the people of that era, you know, you've got to, you know, you can damn them for every, you know, mistake in the book, but I mean, to be so forward thinking yes. in the world that they were born into, I mean, you know, George Washington <clears throat> was presented with his first slaves when he was 12 years old because right. his father passed away. Right. It's a 12 year old now, right. you know, yeah. about the politics exactly. and the humanity behind it all. Exactly. And so, Especially if they're treating those slaves well. Right. Well, and, I mean, you know, right. people right. like George Washington and Jefferson did. Right. Yeah. It doesn't make slavery right, right but no, some it, slave it owners does, and very but, much treated their slaves well, very right. well. Yeah. But, you know, th- but then by the end of Washington's life, freeing his slaves and then, you know, mm-hmm. setting up a retirement program for yeah. them and all those kinds of things, the evolution that he went through and many other founding and many people in, of that time period, the evolution that they went through. From the world that they were born into right. is is right. a pretty phenomenal thing, mm-hmm. and that should be celebrated. We should Absolutely. always be celebrating those 
you know, absolutely kind of thinking people on that stuff. And, and this is what, them for yeah, a mistake. Yeah. yeah, this is what differentiates us yeah. from literally every other civilization, mm-hmm. as far as I know of. Yeah. We not only created our own nation that included slavery, who, by the way, the founding fathers were divided on at best and plenty of them were vastly wholeheartedly against it Mm -hmm. Um, keep in mind they needed to get rid of it but right they had to have a unanimous vote but right so even one person being against slavery was enough for them exactly exactly and and so you know we have to learn they came to the conclusion we have to learn how to at least move the ball forward to some point Mm -hmm. where we can have that discussion down the road yeah it unfortunately was you know uh, almost a hundred years later, yeah, uh, or ninety, about, about ninety, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, so unfortunately, it Less wasn't in their lifetime, lifetime yeah. but the the fact that they moved the ball as far as they did, yeah, that the conversations this, being had, that, yeah. right? Wow. You yeah. know that I mean, granted, a hundred years in the course of history is not relatively long either there in were a lifetime free black long. men that long ago oh, that's yeah. the thing people forget they For think sure. that all black men were slaves sure. all the way up until the end of the civil well, war it's just of, not true yeah. here's here's some of the they, they were free black the, slaves long before yes. the revolution first one of yes. the first the first person really killed in the american revolution is uh i want to say crispin addicts crispus addicts he's something, a yeah, something uh like freed slave living up in, in yeah. boston at the time yeah. and uh you know uh Became a merchant, I think was it, and you know, and so to say that uh, you first know, person killed in the Boston Massacre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and so uh, Christmas addicts, you're right. Christmas addicts, yeah. So you know, to say that you know this is an all white endeavor. No, no, I mean they really set out to make it inclusive, and that's just a terribly radical document. Here's a fun study. Attention. If you do a study on the black slave owners in the South during this time period, some of the largest slave owners in this country were actually black people. Mm. Uh, there was a woman, a black female, who owned a soap company who had just an astronomical, uh, she had a plantation and a soap company, had an astronomical number of slaves. One of the biggest slave owners in the country mm-hmm. was a black female. But you don't hear these things. You All you hear, and you don't hear of the good slave owner, and not, again, this is not to put a light no on good slavery. slavery. Yeah, but, there's yeah, no good there slavery. There is no good but, slavery. Yeah. But no, the but, fact that they treated their slaves as individuals, as humans, they didn't dehumanize them and, and all this kind of stuff. You never hear those stories either. But the way we th- – this is part of the problem with uh, with talking uh, – with basically making uh, slavery synonymous with race. Mm-hmm. Because they're not synonymous. Correct. And that is Correct. what you're basically demonstrating right yeah. there. And it and – it, and it changes the, 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 the narrative around slavery. Right. Uh, slavery really was just a function of society yes. back then. It was a function yeah, we, of we culture back then. Yeah, we talked about that a little bit. And it doesn't mm-hmm. mean it was right. Right. But there's a lot of things that aren't right that happen all Correct. the time. I, I would argue that war is certainly not right. Right. And it happens in even right now in ways <laughs> that I think are Yeah. <laughs> I mean, seeing uh, seeing even some of the things that uh, that the countries I root for, like America, do uh, mm-hmm. in wartime, I have a huge, 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 sure. huge problem with. Sure. Um, but I also understand that we are a part of the times we're in. So right. and, and it's and it, and one day I suspect hope I hope one day. <laughs> Uh, maybe in a hundred years, we'll look back on war the way mm-hmm. we look back on slavery. Maybe. Um, I hope we do. Although it would be better if we look back on it in a uh, more accurate narrative. Well, understanding people, <laughs> understanding people for the times that they were in. Yeah, you can't. You have to. It's 
I always use this example when it comes to that kind of stuff because when they were doing all the stuff about Columbus and all those mm-hmm. kinds of things too, mm-hmm. I try to say if you uh, I don't know how many I always use the Walking Dead this is a Walking Dead reference for those people who get it. You say, oh yeah, he put a machete right in that guy's head, right? Mm-hmm. Without context, putting a machete in someone's <laughs> head is a bad thing. <laughs> right. But if it's oh that was on an episode of Walking Dead and he was getting this guy who was trying to right. kill his family, you're like oh well, yeah. right. A little bit of context really sheds a lot of light on that. Weird. And so you can't be talking about someone like Jefferson or Washington or, you know, all these kinds of people in the context of a 21st century story. Right. The norms are different, all these things. And, you know, it just, it's a big injustice to history to do that. And we should, all, you know, not to say we shouldn't talk about it or paint it in a way that it isn't, but it, should, it shouldn't be skewed either way. It right. should be the, the fact of the matter. Yeah, uh, especially absolutely. when it, it's obviously a sensitive issue, and and, sure. and I understand that, and, and rightfully so. And I think I yeah, mean, and I think everybody does. I and, mean yeah, you know. But you, you, it's like I talked about critical race theory. You you can't look at this thing through just one lens. Yeah, you have to look at the entire picture. This was yeah. we're talking. The American South is an agrarian society. Well, in an agrarian society, what do you do? You're mostly planting and collecting and gathering and things like that. What's the easiest way to do that? With human labor. Okay, fine. And so it makes sense from that standpoint. Now, the dehumanization and everything that came with it in some cases, of course that's wrong. Like, nobody, well, nobody makes that in argument. in a country that, you know, prides itself on exactly. being free and all these kinds of things. But that's why it was an issue from the very beginning. Exactly. From the Declaration of Independence. Yeah. They all knew it was an issue. They just, oh, yeah. You know, I think and when writing the Constitution, too, they had to sit down and say, mm-hmm. Well, you know, we know it's a big problem. And they really, right. honestly, I believe from everything that I've read, slavery was going to be a dying thing. Yes. So a lot of them were kind of like, yeah. Yes. And I think that it's written in the Constitution somewhere saying that for the next 20 years, you know, you can you can import or whatever, and then we're yeah. going to start winding kind of right. down. And that was kind of what was happening yes. until you had certain Democrats, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, in the South, particularly uh, finding loopholes and ways to keep that going. And then that's why it became a state based thing as opposed to a, a whole national type of mm-hmm. thing. And right. So basically, they just kind of kicked the can down the road a little bit. And unfortunately, it was the you Civil know, War. Yeah. But, so, <laughs> right. But they couldn't have the American Revolution followed immediately by the Civil exactly. War right away. Exactly. I mean, you, you got to, you know, you gotta establish yeah, and they wanted the peace. First. Yeah. So there was a way yeah. to do it, but they just weren't. And you need quite prosperity. Sure I mean, how are you going right. to yeah. still need, I mean, yeah. they didn't have any money yet. Right. You know, uh, completely bankrupt. Uh, <laughs> I do want to get more back into the Declaration of Independence yeah, that's specific, yeah. but one thing I do want to say about the whole slavery thing is those people who like to yell at people like you and me uh-huh. about uh, slavery that you and I right. never engaged in, right. I wish they would spend a <laughs> fraction of the time using that energy to fight actual slavery that happens today. today. It would be day, nice yeah. if we could actually end this. Yeah. I, we, you, the, we talk about, yeah. the, at least the three of us, I'm sure, mm-hmm. talk about uh, uh, slavery that happens today on yeah. a regular basis. Yeah. I mean, we're doing far more to try to end actual slavery that's right. happening mm-hmm. than the majority of people who talk more about slavery than the rest of us do. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. So. yeah. Well, you know the sex slave thing. I mean, Ohio right. is notorious for that's that going huge. on. Yeah, you know? we, just, and, we just talked about yeah. that. Yeah, and and I, as well, you guys know, and it's it's one of those things where it's like there's so much still going out there today. We can't, yep. you know, we can't be getting hung up on stuff like that anymore. Guys. Right. We got to come together. There's still real issues that we got to tackle together right yeah. here, right now. Right. Yeah. Right. There aren't free people all over the world still. Right. That's a yeah. problem. Exactly. <laughs> That's a problem. And if we're not careful, we'll be next. Yeah. Right. But getting back to the just getting back to the Declaration of Independence itself, you know what one of my favorite stories about it? Uh, and I don't know exactly how true this is or if mm. this is one of those don't let the truth get in the way of good story type of stories. <laughs> right. But I remember learning about this in school when we were talking about the Declaration of Independence uh, because when they were going to sign it, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, like you were saying, anybody who signed it signed their own death warrant with the, yeah. with, mm-hmm. the with the British government. Yeah. yeah. And so when people were going and signing it, they were signing it in really small, like, mm. eh, hopefully this isn't too legible. You right. know what I mean? You can tell they were a little <laughs> nervous, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, except for John Hancock. Right. Yeah. Who... Yeah. Huge. Big, if you've huge seen it, letters. it's, huge. it's mad. That's why it's that's why yeah. it's called the John Hancock. Yeah. Exactly. His signature is so freaking big on that yeah. document. I so he said uh, King George should be able to see that. Exactly. exactly. He wants him, yeah, he exactly. said something like that. He wants him to be able to see it from across right. the ocean. Yeah, there you go. Right, yeah, something like great. that, right? So <laughs> the funny thing about it is yeah. uh, that uh, it was real easy for him. To be able to do that because he already had a, war, a yeah. death warrant. He was already going right. to die yeah. if he'd been right. caught by the British oh, government. Yeah. Well, he was so all he, tied so up he, in the Sons of Liberty even before. Right, right. Exactly. so he was like, yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. So, which yeah. I, I just think is a funny, uh, a funny story about the Declaration of Independence. But oh yeah, have y'all ever seen the movie uh, 1776? Yes, have you seen I've it? Read, yeah, read the yeah. book. You know, uh, read the book. I didn't know there was a book. Oh yeah, that's uh, David. Forget his name. Hold on. David uh, McCullough. McCullough. Yeah. No, yeah, John yeah, Adams. Yeah, I got that. John, John Adams one right that, there. Yeah, that one's That's good the too. one. Or is he got No, no, there is a book, 1776, yeah. by David McCullough. Okay, but the yeah. but the yeah. musical is the one I'm talking about. The 1776 oh. Oh, musical. Oh, I've seen that too. Yeah, it's yeah. not that. That's not based on that book. Yeah, yeah. It's not that. No, no. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. So, different things. But anyway, um, you know who played John? Did you ever see the musical then? I saw it, but it was forever yeah. ago. Okay. So the only thing I think is funny about it is the guy that played John Adams in that movie. That was Mr. Feeney. From oh Boy really Boy. yeah yeah remember Mr. Yeah, Feeney right yeah. yeah that was him that guy's still alive I'm pretty sure I think he is which is super crazy he's like 103 or something William Daniels yeah. that's his, his name Mr. Feeney old yeah. when he was Mr. Feeney and that was you know yeah, 20 years ago he's 94 <laughs> yeah still I was like alive. He, Mr. Feeney out there yeah. still. I think he I think when they did like a, 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 a reboot of the show with I guess the main character's daughter. I think they brought him back to be like a team hmm. or something like that. But anyway, yeah, uh, just some fun, just some fun Declaration of Independence <laughs> yeah. to talk about. I want to throw in there. And if you haven't seen it, go to the National Archives and, and watch, it'll go yeah. and look at it, gaze upon it, uh, because God knows it may not be around forever. Um, but a lot of the thing, it it always boggles my mind that now we look back at this and we we want to criticize these words we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights that among these are life liberty and the pursuit of happiness that to secure these rights governments are instituted among men deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends it is the right of the people to alter or abolish it to and to institute a uh, new government laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. That's one sentence, by the way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Come on, Thomas Jefferson. Right. That's a run-on. That's hey, a run-on sentence. I'm a fan of run-on sentences because I'm guilty of it all the time. But, yeah, like, you cannot tell me that these guys did not understand the moral shortcomings that they had yes. mm-hmm. in this situation. This is literally in front of your face as you read these documents. And so, you know, they knew that they were not perfect human beings. They were products of their environment that they were, and like we said, the world that they were born into. Um, and But they knew that what they were going through, what they were dealing with with the English government was not the way it should yeah. be. And the fact, too, is the English government was kind of scared. This is another thing that's not really talked about. The English government was scared of the colonies because the colonies were starting to outnumber England. Mm -hmm. And they were starting to 
wants political power in England, and they were advocating to be able to work in the government in England. Yeah. And, you know, the English government was kind of resisting that. That's why we have the taxations. Right. right. That's why we have the, tax, the taxes that were handed down by the British government and everything else like that. So, you know, the crown was kind of scared of these people and because and once we get forward to the Boston Massacre, you really see these people are uh, active enough and, and uh, going to the lengths of we're going to stand up to the British troops and everything else, even though we're just regular, normal people. And so, you know, that whole idea, I think, is just not ever really given its just due in our, you know, it's great to have a celebration. It's great to have fireworks. It's great to have cookouts mm-hmm. and swimming and all it's this like kind of stuff. It's like what we talked about with Memorial Day. Yeah, have a conversation, I, even if it's a five-minute yeah, one, about yeah, right. what, what the Declaration of, right. Independence, of Independence means. So do, do you, either of you know what happened to any of the 56 guys? Um, what do you mean? I, know, I mean, like what happened to them after... Uh, they signed the declaration and, and well, throughout a couple the of them became of them. presidents and yeah. Okay. I mean, yep. We, we don't know all the big names. I mean, I'm sure yeah. there's right. Ones. Some of them, I mean, lived for quite a long time. Right. But so five signers were captured by British by the British as traitors and tortured before they died. Wow. Ooh, yeah. I didn't know that. Twelve had their homes ransacked and burned, and they literally lost everything. Hmm. Two lost their sons in the Revolutionary Army. Mm-hmm. Another had two sons captured. Nine of the 56 fought and died from the wounds or hardships of the Revolutionary War. So they literally signed and pledged their lives, their fortunes, and their honor. Yes. These weren't just some politicians who you know, sat back sat yeah. back, and yeah. let other people fight the battle for them. They put their own necks on the line. So right. That's the kind of politician I want. Right. Yeah. I mean, Lead it, from the front, man. Yep. And yeah. we talk about you know what kind of men were they. So 24 were lawyers. We still see that in government today. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 11 were merchants. Nine were farmers and large plantation owners mm-hmm. uh, who were well-educated. And that's, that's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, that's 50, or 56. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, they signed declar- the declaration knowing that the penalty was going to be death if they were actually captured. Mm-hmm. And um, for some of them it was. And for yeah. some of them, That's yeah. interesting. I actually didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, go to the show notes. It, it explains more about that in the articles that are mm-hmm. listed in the show notes for this uh, section. Which, but, by the way, we use Chronicles for show notes. That's C-H-R-O-N-I-K-L-E-S dot org. Don't forget that, K. Thank you. And actually, the National uh, Archives and the Americans Founding Documents section, that actually goes through, it's in the show notes as well, but it lists all the signers and their children, the number of you know, oh, marriages cool. they had, yeah. where they were from, when they died, what age they were when they signed. And so, yeah, yeah go in and, and research these people. I encourage people to do that all the time. Whenever I'm these holidays happen, have these conversations, right. do some research, learn a little bit. And, I mean, and you will be, for me, it, it was, you're the more history you know, the more you appreciate it. Yes. That's the thing. You Absolutely. Know, I remember growing up, and yeah, you know, history class, it can get boring or whatever. And then it was George Washington was kind of, you know, not strange, my gateway drug, right. <laughs> I guess, so to speak, <laughs> into history because I was like, oh, man, that guy, you know, read the, led the revolution and became president. Oh, yeah, right. Pretty badass, man. Right. Then you just start reading history and everything after that. You go, man, that guy's cool. Right. Man, actually, that guy's awesome. He's man. actually a terrible general, yeah. too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, and, and but then coming out of that, I mean, he in himself is kind of the American story where it's like, you yeah. know, if at first you don't succeed, try and try again. Yep. Yeah. 
then you just follow all these different avenues, and that's why I firmly believe to this day the American story is the greatest story ever told. Yes. Every yes, adventure, every setback, every triumph is the most mm-hmm. riveting tale that human history has ever come up with. Yeah. And Especially if you don't look it. at it through the lens of leftism, because then it's a really boring story. Well, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Seriously. It if you really look at it through is. the lens of... of, yeah. of, yeah. of, of it's it's kind of like... Uh, like I, I mean, imagine uh, if... if like Game of Thrones or Walking Dead, if you yeah. watch any of these shows, because I know you mm-hmm. watch Walking Dead. Imagine if those shows were like the typical good versus evil type of like right. tropes. Right. How boring would those be? Yeah. They wouldn't have lasted yeah. so many seasons, right? Yeah. They're interesting because the characters are complex and, and there's realistic. more to them and <laughs> because realistic because right. there's more, and there's more to them than just the all the bad that they do or all the good that they do, right? right. Uh, even, even the worst character on Walking Dead arguably was Negan, who bashed one of your favorite characters in the head <laughs> right. with a baseball bat, right? right? Like, I know this is a weird connection, but you made yeah, no, right, right, yeah, right, right. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, think yeah. about it. Like, yeah. if, if it was right, well, I didn't, I didn't reveal who, right. um, <laughs> but you know it's going to happen. But, um, but, but even looking at, and then you learn some of the other aspects of that character right. and how, again, how complex he was and how in, right. fascinating and interesting he is because of all that, right? Right. Again, if you look at it through the lens of just good and bad. Then it's boring as shit, mm-hmm. and it's the same with well, looking and it's at not how real human beings. And it's are. not how it actually works. Yeah. And let alone, like you know, that. uh, you know, that's the other thing too. Is right. you know, Ameri- people are always saying, you know, oh, America's this, America's that. America yeah. is a country started by human beings. Right. Oh yeah. Nothing is perfect. Right. We never will have life. Isn't but Disney are the bullshit. closest thing on the face of the earth? Better believe it. Yep. Right. Better believe it. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, one of these guys too. I forget which one. But one of these guys literally signed, he signed something before the Declaration, if I remember right. But he signed the Declaration, he signed the Articles of Confederation, and he signed the Constitution. Yeah, yeah. And right. like oh. he was a part of all of these major founding documents kind of in the this country. Gump of and, uh, the Revolution, right? Yeah. Right. And, and nobody like this guy. I I know I I've read it obviously, but yeah. I can't remember his name offhand. But. This guy has been lost to history. I yeah, didn't learn about him in shame. school. Yeah. I didn't learn about it, but this is arguably one of the biggest and most important founding figures yeah. mm-hmm. that we just don't hear about. Well, and not only that, I mean, who knows how much influence, too, he had yeah. on the stuff that went in that. Absolutely. Being in all three things. Absolutely. You know, I'm sure during the Constitutional Convention, people sure. deferred to him quite frequently. <laughs> right. and, you know, you got this right. guy who... And that's what's so neat about that stuff is, you know, it's the little side stories, the little things that all yeah. had to come together... And when you read those documents today, you go, man, people 245 years ago came up with this. Right. Mm-hmm. God. I mean, right. it still applies. It right. still applies. It still right. holds true. It's amazing. Yeah. If you if you haven't, uh, and to anybody out there, uh, go to the Daily Wire's podcast, or Ben Shapiro show podcast. It, they, he did a very good rundown of the lead up to the signing of the declaration. He talks about this guy, actually. I just listened to it over the weekend because he... he released it yesterday i think but uh on the fourth of july but it's very good so i definitely recommend that to, to get a little bit more background too you know what you know what else y'all should do is go back and read the declaration of independence obviously you should but read yeah. through the list of grievances yes oh it's yeah yes. because you read through the list of grievances and then you compare it to today and you're like right wow i can totally relate to all yeah. of that exactly yeah. yeah and two 
if you think about it, this is one of the reasons why, this is one of the arguments made of, as to why they're getting rid of cursive and teaching cursive and reading cursive in school. Mm. Because all of our founding documents are written in cursive. And so if you, you can control a population who can't, if they can't read the words that are there and they have to rely on somebody to interpret it for them, yeah. this is how you can control people. So. Yeah, but cursive is hard. Yeah, super. Hard. We'll email them the digital time. Right? Yeah. 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 yeah, it is like I, I times new Roman. <laughs> Double spaced. <laughs> but in kind of as a kind of an adjunct story to this, that what happened this week, we have our Olympic athletes or supposed Olympic athletes who are disrespecting this country in public, and the question being posed here is. Should Olympic athletes who represent America be allowed to disrespect America on the world stage? Uh, yeah, but they shouldn't be allowed to be Olympic athletes for America. Well, then the answer would be no. So no. <laughs> <laughs> when you put it that way. Since I clearly said, should Olympic athletes it's, be allowed? It's, it's kind of like that old Mitch Hedberg yeah. joke where he's like, do you want a frozen banana? Right. <laughs> he's like, no, but I want a regular one later, so yeah. 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 <laughs> right. It's... <laughs> So, yeah, if you haven't heard, if you've been living under a rock for the last week, Gwen Berry, who's a hammer thrower. Now, let's be honest. Who actually knew what a hammer thrower was before they started watching the Olympics at any age? Because this is not like a normal event at the Olympics. I don't watch the Olympics anyway. Right. So. Well, I do. I'm, a, I'm crazy about sports. I'm, I'm a big and, nerd and, about the Olympics. Yeah, I love the Olympics. I've man. never cared. Uh, I literally fall asleep to it, whatever they're going on. Yeah. I watch it. It's on my TV around the clock. Gross. But. I get to break out all my 4th of July yeah. stuff again, where <laughs> right. oh, I get right. people together, go to the bar, yeah. get nuts, and it's over, you know, like, curling or hammer throwing. I'm like, oh, yes! I, I love curling. <laughs> I bet it's a lot of USA. fun. I've never gotten into it. Though. Oh, it's, man. It, it's, it's, if you like sport. Like, if you don't like sport, then you don't I do like time. sports, but, like, but even if you don't, for some I reason, just Olympics the beer and hang out, and I'm like, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, baby. <laughs> Curl that thing, man. So, Gwen Berry was standing on the podium after... After receiving her bronze prize for finishing third in this, <laughs> so she didn't get enough attention. Right. Aww. So she was in the hammer throwing competition, and when the national anthem was played, she turned away from the American flag. Now she is a black athlete. Um, and when the music plays, Barry placed her left hand on her hip and fidgeted. She took a quarter turn, so she was facing the stands, not the flag. Toward the end, she plucked up her black T-shirt with the words "activist athlete." emblazoned on the front and draped it over her head um yeah so the the part about this that really pisses me off to no end is that she's going to get rich from oh, yeah. this well, from this one wonder instance. what it was really about oh, yeah, right no, well that's, that's true that, i don't that's, wonder anything that, that, right yeah. <laughs> that's what <laughs> it was not about so let's not <laughs> let's not for, let's not bury the lead here yeah. that's what it was about well, for sure because they, they, they dug up a picture of her uh draped in the american flag from like 2015 yes. she was all about it then yes now uh she yes. realized there isn't a payday for it yeah so of course and, and she tried to say well it was a setup and everything else it's like uh no whenever we do a medal ceremony we play the national anthem <laughs> like yeah. and because in america because this was an American only event, I believe. I could be wrong about that, but an American did take the gold. They played the American national anthem. So it's like, if this wasn't even about you, you know, this is so 
the, you know it was all of the well, I think that's the what self- tried to say afterwards too like yeah. well you know I didn't get the gold and so I didn't think it was really about me and I'm like nah, backtrack, backtrack backtrack well of course it was about you because here's the thing this is what was it funny. is now when yeah. I yeah, yeah. Um, when it when I first saw the picture of her um, I like the very first time <laughs> I saw the picture going around of this woman mm-hmm. uh, and I'd never seen any I've never I, of course I didn't know anything about her until yeah, yeah. this and neither did anybody else and now she's got her, her moment of fame right but when i saw the picture the first thing that crossed my mind was i'd heard what happened but i thought mm-hmm. you know i get that what she did was wrong but do we really need to photoshop her to look like that <laughs> yeah and then i realized fashion advice oh no she did that on purpose yeah. <laughs> the whole like red lipstick with the yeah. black stripe and all that i literally thought somebody was doing that just yeah. to make her look even worse right and i'm like oh no she did that mm-hmm. oh she so she is a narcissist that, this that is no about drawing attention yeah. yeah so i i and i'm not even joking that's exactly what went through my mind i'm like somebody didn't need to do that that's right. totally unnecessary right, right. <laughs> oh so here uh, after reading through this article a little bit more i'll retract that statement so the reason the anthem was played was because it was played every day at the trials the american olympic trials it was played every day at the same time according to their schedule. So that's why it was played. They, the athletes just happened to be on the podium. It wasn't because of so the, the award ceremony. So it was an unrelated playing of the national anthem. She just made it about herself because she's... And I would even setup. maybe... Come on. Yeah, right. I would almost right. even give her a little bit of credit had she not have had the athlete, activist athlete thing. It's right. like, well, right. did you accidentally put that on too? Like, <laughs> yeah. just, I mean, yeah. did that fall out right. of the sky? Like, I mean, right. It's a good thing say, I happen to have this t-shirt yeah. with yeah, me right. to I make mean, a statement. Exactly. Yeah, you know, I could see if it's planned, like, you know, every hour on the hour or something you're right. up on the but you're it's freaking ball. convenient yeah you know what mm-hmm. i mean and it's just but that you know it's like come on now. so now she's firing back on social media oh good and she gets on twitter of course and uh she <laughs> says this these comments really show that one people in america rally patriotism over basic morality as ambiguous of a statement as that is number two what basic morality what right even specifically related to it? right exactly uh, I'm assuming slavery there because she's oh. black. Oh, but yeah, she yeah, says, yeah. number two, even even after the murder of George Floyd and so many others, the commercials, the statements, and phony sentiments regarding black lives were just a hoax. This is somebody who can potentially represent this country saying this stuff in open... Not only can potentially in, represent this country, but frankly is given the privilege to yes, represent this country. Yes, and that, that's this, my thing, so too. Her privilege is showing. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. I mean, this is the thing. You live in such a country where you can make a living being a hammer thrower. Yeah. Like, give me a break. Yeah. What other... Co- look at... Uh, I mean, and not to say that Olympic athletes, you know, live the life in the lap of luxury. Certainly some do. Most don't. Most you've never even heard of, especially hammer throwers yeah. until they do stuff like this to get media attention. But it's like, you live in a country where you can actually make a living doing this. Look at all these people from the African countries and, and mm-hmm. extremely poor countries nations, who yeah. cannot do this, exactly what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you're the third best in America probably places you pretty high in the world standings for this, I, I would assume. Yeah. Um, so you're one of the best in the world at this. And I know she views it as, well, I'm just using my platform to speak. 
But why are you using your platform in such a way that you're going to divide the very people that you claim to be representing and that you have, again, the privilege yeah. to represent on a world stage? You're, 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 you're saying incredibly stupid things with your platform, number one. The other thing I think yeah. that should be uh, mentioned is that let's take a look at the criticisms of America and other Western countries as far mm. as diversity goes. Uh, look at the representation of mm. uh, minorities in our athletic programs, yeah. in the Olympics, right. in NFL, NBA, whatever else, right? right. Uh, minorities, blacks, are overrepresented compared to the population percentage they yeah. represent, right? They're, well, sure. And I'm, I don't have a problem with that whatsoever. Right. I mean, if you're the best, you're the best, right? Well, right, because I was going to say, you believe in a meritocracy. But, but how many <laughs> black people How many right. black people are representing China? Right. Or uh, uh, or any of these uh, <laughs> Middle Eastern countries? How many, how many <laughs> white people are, right? Like, Have you ever heard a Chinese person speak about a black person? And you understand ooh, yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah. Chinese people you want, really don't you like You want to talk people. about racism. Yeah. India, same way. India yes. is very much the same way. Yes. So, um, so yeah. yeah. But <laughs> that's, that's why. But that's my point is that, but right. uh, you know, it's interesting you how, how, the, how the supposed uh, people of color, or I just call them the not whites because that's right. what you really mean when you say exactly. that. Exactly. It's interesting how nations of not whites tend right. to be very homogenous when it comes to well, just in general, their culture and their society, but Correct. also in uh, their representation in sports and in yeah. the Olympics, right? So, Absolutely. I mean, you're, if you want to challenge any country for their homogeneity, it's not the Western countries. <laughs> right. It's it, it, if We're anybody, the most diverse it's not nation the, on the face of the earth. God, right. You know, I mean, I mean just yeah. uh, right. So yeah, and, and yeah. not only that. I mean, if you want to talking about being so oppressed in this country, you know, as some people do. There is no other country on the face of this earth that black people live so well. Nope. So it, it, I understand your uh, supposed grievance with the ills and moral shortcomings of the past. But again, we don't live there. So whatever else. But you cannot tell me. I mean, this person makes more income than I do. I'm sure of it. Um, I'd be very surprised if that was not the case. You don't hear me going around talking about being oppressed and whatever else. You don't hear, see me getting all the media attention of this person and whatever else. So it's like you're you're speaking in a way outside of yeah. the the realm of reality here. It's funny you're, how you're all just it, creating this story. All you have to do is pitch a fit, right? And then suddenly all of your oppression just disappears and you become rich. Exactly. It's weird. It's exactly. Weird how that works and out. and you'll probably never hear of it again. Yeah. From this person either. Hmm. Uh, so. Yeah, the political Olympics begin already. Yeah, it's an interesting one. Um, it's <laughs> it, it's a it makes for an interesting debate just because it's like, generally speaking, it's kind of going back to that responsible freedom aspect right. again, where yeah. it's like. Uh, I think it's Jeff Goldblum's line in Jurassic Park. You were so worried about whether you could do it, you didn't stop and say should. Yeah, yeah. And yep. and I feel a lot you know like that when it comes to this kind of stuff because you know the. You know, anti-government. You say whatever you want. You know, kind of right. person in me says, oh, you know, it's their prerogative. They want to do it. But I think there's so many other better ways to advocate for yes. you know Black Lives Matter and all, all sure. that kind of stuff. There's so many productive outlets that you can go down, and that's going to be the one you choose. One that's obviously going to divide and be perceived as disrespectful by so many people. Right. There's so many other things you can do sure. to that that would make a real impact in people's lives. You know, right. I mean, Colin Kaepernick taking the knee or whatever, it's like, that's his right, and that's, 
you know. Yeah. Well, fortunately, of. we he live in a stadium, country. Though. Yeah. <laughs> fortunately, <laughs> right. we live in a country where you know you can do whatever you want. But I think his time would have been much more well spent going into these communities that he claims are oppressed <laughs> and dropping some dime. Right. <laughs> you know? right? No, actually you know? helping. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 a, it's a strange thing, you know. It's <laughs> kind of like the way uh, Trump supporters do when they go and clean up black neighborhoods. Right. I've never seen Colin yeah. Kaepernick uh, fund or sponsor that. anything like that before. Yeah. Yeah, um, absolutely. The, the the MAGA treats black people way better than people like Colin Kaepernick do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, and then he just made even more money from it. And mm-hmm. so it's just, it, it kind of is it's, a strange It's a payday strange. for these people. Yeah. yeah. The, this but, whole part of our, I hate this part of our culture. Because yeah. it ruins everything that sport is supposed to stand yeah. for and has yeah. stood for and everything else. And there can be a time and a it, place for sure. your demonstrations and what have you. Uh, you know, yeah. right to protest, fine. I don't agree with it, but right. you have. But when it comes to Team USA, yes. that's the one where I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm, I just I can't, right. I can't let you do it. You're signing on. It's like mm-hmm. the thing with with the weed. It's like you are going right. to play Team USA, so you're going to play Team USA rules. Sorry, <laughs> right. otherwise don't do it, and that's right. okay too. Yeah, but yeah. Sorry. Right. Yeah. yeah. We all need to be on the same. And I've team said this right. about. <laughs> and I've said this right. about sports. Sports, if of any form of entertainment, needs to be an escape from this crap. Yeah. Exactly. And they don't want us to have an escape. The no. left does not want us to have an escape right. from politics. They well, want politics ingrained in everything. Oh yeah. I don't want right wing politics or left wing no, politics. Exactly. In my sports. Yeah. I want that. I just want straight up. I want the game. Yeah. Game. I want <laughs> Give me your stupid advertisements, but I want yeah. the game. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, <laughs> when I see it, for me, more than anything else, like when I saw that, I think it makes a lot of people upset. It makes a lot of people angry, and I understand that. For me, yeah, I I'm truly, truly sad for that person because yeah they just they don't they don't get it they don't get they it they just don't get it and mm-hmm. they never and they're gonna live a life of misery too so I'm yeah not right. you know they just they want when barry i mean being yeah, born these, here i mean yeah. you know right. and that's they, colin they kaepernick these guys are miserable people like right. they are not i wouldn't i wouldn't trade anything for no the life no that they yeah have because no. there's exactly. no way that they are happy exactly people. i mean i'm i'm one of these <laughs> i'm kind of famous in debate argument not or discussions uh, for saying when, especially when somebody brings up privilege, like the only privilege that any of us have were being was being born in America yeah. at this yeah. point, because you can find exceptions to every single rule, no matter what kind of filter you want to use, whether it's race, whether it's sex, whether it's anything, you can always find exceptions and everything else. I mean, I don't make the same income that LeBron James does. I'm not worth the same amount of money he is, but yet, you know, any, <laughs> And I've even got more education stand from that standpoint too than he does, you know. So where's where's my part of the American dream or whatever else, you know? What I'm, it's just I could do the same thing that these people are doing, but here I am, you know, just living my life, being happy, <laughs> and bring, <laughs> being appreciative of, of the things that you do have, and yeah. being in a country where you can have it's possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's not a set in stone thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, hopefully the Olympic Committee gets a hold of this and, and really yeah. starts. I'm not going to hold my breath. Well, I'm not either. I'm not either. But uh, hopefully they, yeah. they at least put out something out to the athletes that this crap is not going to go on in Tokyo. Mm-hmm. So Well, and to me, it's uh, be the change that you want to see. And I sure. think that when you're going up there and kneeling for the anthem or turning your back on it and stuff like that, number one, you're already – Cutting off half your group, you right. know. If you're really trying right. to get a message across, have to be, you know. It's, right. it's like what we were saying before. I was all about you. I, right. I, I'm right exactly. with it. Yeah, you right. know. Uh, until you know, this point. Until then, <laughs> I can't get behind that. You know. Yeah. That's, and that's what the left does. It's maximum just, publicity is what you're going for. for sure. Yeah, else. yeah. For sure. At the expense of actually getting your message out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Right. And so that that's just that's not where you want to be. Yeah. Right. So JD Vance, we all saw him last week. Let's yeah. Talk about this yeah. real quick. Uh, JD Vance, uh, we again. Like, wow, I'm just going to repeat what I said. We all saw him last week. Uh, Did we see him last week? I think we saw him last week. I saw him last week. Did you see him last week? I saw him last week. I think we talked about it last week on the show. (laughs) But he's... uh, He's officially in. He's Okay, yeah. Yeah, He's he's officially officially in. in. And so he's running for Rob Portman's seat in our lovely state. And so um, I think we we discussed very... We talked very highly of him last week. Um, and, and I don't want to else. retract anything that I said. No, I, I refuse to retract anything. I but said. I, but what I will say is I, I will back, <laughs> I will backpedal a little bit. So maybe I am going to retract a little bit. But uh, I still maintain that I really like this guy. Yeah. Um, however, uh, it was brought to my attention since then that there are some things that are probably worth at least looking into. Sure. Um, supposedly, he is. Uh, some some people have accused him of being pro-abortion. Now I have not yeah, seen that. I don't see I, where I they get that. Well, what I heard is it gets it's from the book, and I still got to read the book, and I will. And I didn't get it from the book either. Did you read that? Yeah. No? Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. I so I don't know where the they're book. getting this from, but there's 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 suggestion that he is uh, not pro-life, or that he's pro-choice. I don't mm-hmm. know for sure, um, but I went and looked, and I couldn't find anything that confirmed one way or the other. So I would at least like to know that. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I think I, that's fair. I, I mean, yeah. you know, if, it, if that's the way you want to well, run, I mean, people yeah. but, at least know. I mean, sure. Know. And I think you're about to get into this, but the the other, the other criticisms I saw of him, I wasn't really on board with. Yeah. So I mean, even from uh, our group, I got criticized for speaking highly yeah. of him uh, personally. Yeah. So and, did I. And you're right. Yeah. And so um, I accept it. It's fine. I, I don't. Right. Know, I don't. They no, probably know I, more I, than I, I do, even even I, though I'm, I might not agree with them. I'm not complaining yeah. that I got criticized, <laughs> but. My point is, again, what the criticism was to me, because, I mean, your opinion is your opinion. You're allowed to have it. But to me, was completely petty. Hmm. Um, the criticism dealt with the fact that he said, or that he criticized Trump in the past and uh, said he was going to vote for Hillary. Or said that he might have to vote for Hillary. He was going to have to hold it. Let me see if I can find the tweet. The tweet said he something to the effect of he might have to hold his nose and vote for Hillary in November. Um, let's see. Well, um, and and it, even still, like I mean, I thought he was a total joke up until really, I guess, the debates with the uh, well, yeah. Republicans. I I mean, I honestly, I thought he was uh, just being self centered. Yeah. Just coming in and th- I mean, I thought he was doing almost like a Kanye bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I really did. Like I think I, a lot of I, people did. Yeah. I hadn't, uh, you know, I didn't, I didn't know much about Donald Trump other than that he was a famous, uh, you know, real estate guy. Uh, I knew right. he liked to be in the limelight. I knew, you know, he was he's very good at marketing himself. Yeah. You know, yeah. And I thought this this was just another opportunity for him to continue to do that for his own career. Right. Um, I did not take him seriously for a very long I, time, even I, when he came down. Like I really yeah. didn't. Um, and I knew yeah. he used to be a Democrat, so I was like, I'm a little right. suspicious of that. Exactly. You know, so I, I very, you know, now I don't think I would have ever gotten to the point of saying I got to hold my nose and vote for Hillary. Uh, right. Yeah. That's right. right. Yeah. And it's worth criticizing sure. J.D. Vance for saying that. Sure. Mm-hmm. But um, people should be allowed to change their minds. Mm-hmm. Yes. And. Yes. I don't know the context of why he said that. 
You know what I mean? Like, right. Where, what did Trump do or say something that made him? Well, he decided. Uh, so here's some did of he, that. Did he suspect he was a uh, snake in the grass type of situation? Like, what is right. it that that got you to that point? Right. So. so here he deleted a tweet that he he found Trump reprehensible. This is from October of 2016. So that wasn't said, long before. Right. He yeah. said Trump makes people I care about afraid. Immigrants, Muslims, etc. Because of this, I find him reprehensible. God wants better of us, mm. which, I mean, that's that's the worthy, backdrop very much too, worthy though. of criticism. Yeah, right. that's against the backdrop as well. That's right around the time that he said all the locker room talk stuff yes. as well. So I understand yes. where I, you know, I could hear somebody saying that. In that right, I'll say it again as I've always said. You know. What is the worst thing you've ever said? Exactly. Yeah. in private. In exactly. Particular. So, so here's, I don't care about. So the speaking person. of who he actually voted for, I mean, obviously. We don't know for sure because once you get in the booth, you can do whatever you want, and that's between you and God for as far as and the government, as far as I'm concerned, mm-hmm. um, and couldn't care less. But here's a here's another tweet that he deleted uh, about voting for Evan McMullen. So he says, "This is cool. Evan McMullen is who I'm voting for this November," and that was from uh, 23rd October of 2016. So if any, the closest thing that anybody can say is that he voted for Evan McMullen because that's what he said in, on his Twitter feed. Mm-hmm. Um, so he didn't vote for Hillary, if, if that's what you think or whatever, or maybe he did, but we don't know for a fact either way. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody can say one way or the next. Yeah. And so you know, it, it, and these, there are people who we talked to things. a guy. I remember uh, earlier the very first interview did was with a guy who voted yeah. for Jill Stein in twenty sixteen, right. mm. hated Trump, right, right, interesting, uh, and voted for Trump in this last election. Now right. does he not get the benefit of the doubt now, even though exactly. he changed his? I mean, he was a yeah. Bernie bro. He knocked on right. doors for Bernie, right, right. Yeah, so like, I think we need to, and uh, and I think you kind of touched on yeah. this before, Joe, that you you really need to kind of widen the tent to allow yes. people. At least the ability to change their mind. And right, maybe yeah. he's a snake in the grass, but I think you need to demonstrate that more than just accusing him of being somebody that was for Hillary. Yeah, right. and if you, you know, people, you know, personally, I've got no problem with him, obviously. I've voted for him twice, but it's it's one of those things where there are some people that really take issue with some of the tr- stuff that Trump was saying, in particular Absolutely. that first run. Absolutely. And so, you know, if that's going to affect uh, how some people perceive how he would be years later as a U.S. senator. I mean, you know, I just, it's hard right. to see the correlation there, exactly to me, you know. And I think that that's kind of the thing for me where I feel like, well, you know, you want people, that's a leftist thing. I'm exactly. okay with people changing their minds yes. as long as, you know, they're changing it to the right mind. <laughs> <laughs> they're doing the right thing, but, you know, uh, they're not regressing now. Right. But, you know, I, I, I want to be open to that stuff. I want right. the party to grow. I want yes. it to be the Big Ten. And frankly, unless we do that, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're be gonna kill. yeah, and in, in the next you know twenty years, Republican Party may not be a thing. Exactly. You know, it, it's it's one of those kind of things. So, and the Democrats are so good at it. Yes. So we've got to keep the tent open. And seeing yeah. somebody to me, I'm not one hundred percent sold on JD Vance. I like him, and I'm yeah. gonna keep my eye on him. And and when it comes to November or whatever, I'll I'll make my choice. But right, uh, I'm open to what he had to say. I really I, yeah. I thought it was I thought it was interesting and it's different and uh, you know, young new fresh face. And right. I think that that's something that our party in particular could really <laughs> could kind of use. You yeah. know, and so I'm not gonna damn him for just like I wouldn't damn anybody for tweets well, from four, you know, exactly. five years ago. Right, yeah, yeah. right. And, and that's the thing because that was kind of my response was okay, fine. I don't 
really care if he said this because yeah. I was in the same boat too. Mm-hmm. I was skeptical of Donald Trump. I did not expect us to I think get, a lot of people were. Yeah. yeah, I did not expect, I mean, I've been following politics for almost a decade at that point. I did not expect to get the presidency out of Donald Trump that we got and I, the yeah, policy out of Donald of Trump did. that we got. Yeah. And I'm, don't get me wrong, thank God that we did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I did not yeah. expect that going in. I did not vote for him in the primary. Mm-hmm. I voted for him to come the general election mm-hmm. tw- both times, obviously. But, uh, you know, it was yeah. like, it was, it was a, I was happy to be wrong in that regard. It was like, <laughs> yeah, it was like, yeah. I, prove me wrong, please. Right. Because, yeah. you know, apart from some of the stuff that he said, most of his policy I agreed with. And yeah. the Supreme Court justices are kind of 50-50 on. I'm, sure. I'm really not happy with one of them in particular. Mm-hmm. But, that's another conversation. Yeah, that's a huge <laughs> conversation. Uh, but yeah, well, actually, two of the three. I'm, yeah. I'm not really. I'm not. I'm, I don't like one. I'm not sold on the other, and I do like the other one. So yeah. leave that as it may. And that could all change tomorrow too. It, well, yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, exactly. Me, it's like, exactly. You know. And so yeah, because that was that was a criticism levied towards me, and I was like, this is. The, he said this years ago. I'm more interested in what he has to say today. Today, right And now. even he, yeah. when when we spoke, when he spoke, he freely admitted yeah. the fact that he freely admitted that he criticized Donald Trump and did, was not a believer. Well, and here's the thing too, and I, you know, and maybe some people will hate me for this too, but I think that <laughs> that's politics, I guess. Whatever. But yeah, ask me if I care. Is, is right. you know, it's, it's one of those things where. It's okay to criticize yeah. someone if you don't like what they're doing, yeah. whether that be Donald Trump, whether that be Hillary Clinton, whether right. that be you know your local politician. It's okay. That's right. okay. And yeah. I don't want to be the party like the left does, where if you speak out against somebody, they're right. gonna, they're going to cancel we you. Cancel they're they're going to shut you down. They're going to cut you out of the loop. It's yep. okay to have some different opinions. Oh, for sure. Now I get that that can be sometimes indicative of well, when he gets into the Senate, is he going to be right? Uh, you know, pro you know that Hillary Democrat. You right. know, it's like. He hasn't done anything besides take issue with some stuff that Trump has said right. potentially <laughs> right, yeah. in the past. That yeah. doesn't tell me how he's Which he maybe it. didn't even really understand what he's saying at the time. That's the thing a lot of conservatives well, don't understand is that as far as the diversity and identity politics stuff goes, there's yeah. a lot of conservatives who aren't quite uh, hip to the discussion yet. Right. Yeah. yeah. They're very right. much you know conservative, mm-hmm. very much small government, very much right. uh, constitutionalists. But as far as the conversation goes about uh, woke culture, they haven't quite gotten to the point yeah. where they understand what the left is doing when they yeah. engage in this diversity. And J.D. Vance might just be one of them right. who yeah. kind of woke For up sure. in the last four years right. and, and went, oh, I see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, where he hears somebody say certain things that sound awful and racist because we've all been conditioned to think that these things are awful and racist when they're not. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I think people need to be given the benefit of the doubt in that sense, for sure. Well, and I think. But I will say, uh, I maybe did jump a little bit too quickly to getting all on board on the J.D. Vance train last week <laughs> because he had a lot of really good things to say, and I yeah. don't know enough and didn't know enough about him. And I'm going to proceed with a little bit more caution going forward just because sure. I think you got to. I mean, you can't yeah, just because somebody sounds to. good. you got to right. be a little bit more cautious well, sure. than I think I was last week when I got all excited about what yeah. J.D. had to say. Well, so. There's no, nothing wrong with being you know, a little judicious, but uh, yeah. I think that It'll be an interesting race to watch because I do think it's a, a race that's ripe for a third candidate as yes. well. And so, you know, like I said before, I'm okay with people having their own opinions. I don't know that necessarily, you know, if you don't stick to the, you know, the, the talking points every single time, you're your own man, yeah. you're your own thing. I'm okay with that. You yeah, know? for sure. So we'll see. Yeah. That, that's we'll the biggest thing. We'll, we'll see. see. We'll see how the votes turn out. on uh, either of the three. Well, the big three, I guess I should right, say. Yeah, right. I think there's a couple others, but. Yeah. 
little more. So far, JD has impressed me, though. I will retract um, nothing. Yeah. I retract nothing. nothing. <laughs> I retract nothing. He so far impresses me, and as yeah. far as I can tell, I think he's the, so far. I think he's the best candidate. Yeah. Um, I, I'm. I, open I, to being proven wrong. At this, so let's well, just put sure. it that way. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if something we'll comes see. out tomorrow that that means that where I draw the line, yeah. I'll withdraw my support from him for sure. Yeah. Um, but at this moment in time, he's he's my guy as far as I'm concerned. So cool. we'll see how it turns out. Yeah. But anyway. Still got time. We still Yep. Got we still got plenty of time. A lot can happen yeah. in politics, yep. <laughs> especially national politics, because everybody's going to be gunning for him. Yep. Uh, on the left, so it's going to be an interesting race for sure mm-hmm. to see who takes Rob Portman's seat. But yeah. with that, we wrap up national news. Thanks, guys. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe. If you want to help spread the word, please give us a five star review and tell your friends to subscribe too. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and every other major podcast platform, including YouTube. Thanks for listening. Be sure to come back tomorrow for our local news segment. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. If you'd like to be a part of the show, reach out to us at cancelledoutpodcast at gmail.com. Cancelled Out is produced, directed, edited, and mixed by Scott and Max. All sourcing information can be found on our show notes at chronicles.org or in the link in the episode description on our site, cancelledout.com. Cancelled Out is a Scott and Max production, copyright 2021.